Good morning, sports Good morning, fans. Sports. Fill up that coffee cup and that bowl. Sit back and relax. Because live from Colorado, it's time for the Sports Offensive. Bang, 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 bang. Hey, good morning out there, sports fans, and thanks to the tuning into the Sports Offensive. We're glad to have you with us this morning as we have all three of us in studio for the first time in a few weeks. It's always kind of nice when we're able to have the whole group together, and we have an exciting show planned for you. We're going to, of course, review the, the, it's the U.S. Open, right, the golf tournament? Open Championship. Open, Open Championship. championship. Yep. Excuse me. Uh, and then the, uh, we wanted to review the Dynasty Draft. Uh, Nate and I are in a Dynasty League, and we've had our draft going, our rookie draft. Uh, technically it's not a rookie draft because you can draft anyone who's not on a team, but of course everyone goes for rookies because you're building your team for the future. We've made it through almost three full rounds. I think it is now. Yeah. Um, this last guy took almost a day and a half to make his pick. That yeah. Was pretty- <laughs> well, I think that, you know, we, we, what we're doing is an email draft. So you get notified when it's your pick. And then when it's your pick, you go ahead and make it online. And we started the draft already like about uh, a week and a half ago, maybe, maybe, maybe two weeks. Yeah. No, a week and a half. Uh, about a week and a half. Yeah. And uh, we've made it through a lot of picks and uh, I've had three picks because I picked one up uh, or I've had four picks. I picked one up uh, via a trade and, uh, but we thought it'd be fun to go through those picks. If you've got a dynasty draft coming up, uh, maybe give you a little pointers. And uh, thankfully we have JP here to kind of give us the rundown on the collegiate careers for these players, which is, you know, you, you got to use that to kind of determine who's going to be uh, a provider or a producer right away in the NFL. Or if you have a good team, and you don't need immediate production. Those guys you can pick that can come along later uh, that you can get for a good value. So uh, we'll go over that. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we've got the current NBA odds for the upcoming season. Uh, very, very different landscape uh, going on in the NBA after all the crazy action that has taken place in the offseason. And, uh, of course, the Nuggets are not a huge part of that, although they did get bowl bowl, so I guess that's something. And uh, we also want to do, go over the current college football odds for this year's championship. Uh, JP, what is the – how many weeks are we away from the uh, college season? Uh, let's see. Penn State football starts in 48 days. The Eagles start in 50 days. 48 days. Really? So Penn – Wait, wait, are we talking, are you talking like preseason games for the NFL or? or? Uh, no, I believe that is all the preseason games taken care of because uh, I know we had the Broncos just started in Dove Valley in 101 degree heat right. on Thursday. Oh, and guys. our new head coach was wearing a cardigan, basically a turtleneck out there for two straight days in 100 degree heat. But, uh, you know, we are that close to being out. So we're going to be get ready on full on fantasy football and our picks for all the football uh, teams out there this year. So. Yeah, you know, come to think of it, probably next week going forward, we're going to need to uh, start doing positions in mm-hmm. fantasy football because it's going to it's going to be over before we know it. And uh, it's always fun to also do a couple of uh, mock draft uh, reviews and and check out your top tens, your top fives for each position, or your top you know fifteen for each position, however it goes. Uh, but it, this is all going to be a lot of fun the next few weeks. We all love. Uh, coming down the pipe for football. Uh, Nate's also in house with us. Nate Dog, how was your drive up? Uh, it was a little slower than usual. Usually at eight in the morning, it's pretty, uh, you know, it's pretty smooth getting up here. But there was uh, a little bit of traffic this morning. There actually was. I was. Uh, this is the first time for me seeing yeah. the uh, the highway slide that slid off the uh, 
side of the uh, oh. <laughs> everything. Um, but the yeah, big crack was, in the road. Yeah, the big mean? that, that yeah. the uh, the big crack, the plumbers crack that we have out yeah. there. Just line up all the plumbers there and just have them drop some trowel, and uh, there you have it. <laughs> have they given even a a an approximation for how long they think it's going to take to repair that thing? I don't know. You know, that's a disaster. I tell you what. Oh I, yeah, I, it totally is. I I, I, w- I was up watching the Open Championship this morning at about four a.m. Um, on TV on the Golf Channel. Then they switched over to NBC at five a.m. For live coverage over in uh, Northern Ireland mm. at Portrush, um, the Royal Portrush course, the 148th playing. And um, I actually watched the news before I jumped in the shower to see what they said about that crack. And they were talking about if the Western or the Northern or Western, whatever, you know, side of Route 36 has any trouble. And they say that's actually not really in the watershed, which we all know there's that runoff uh, little kind of drainage pond that's off to the right of it that we've seen for years that they call it dry Creek, but I guess it's not really dry. No. <laughs> right my, now. my boss has lived here, you know, her whole life. And she actually said something when they were doing that expansion or that, that overhaul that they did on us 36. And she said, that's a swamp. Why are they building it there? Uh, you know, I thought the same thing. I've always thought that because when we get a lot of rain, that, <laughs> that, that little runoff is completely full like a pond. And when we have no rain, it's completely dry. So it's in a watershed, which kind of makes you wonder. And you look at that, it looks like an earthquake dam hit it. You know, when you Absolutely. actually look at it from, from, from the air. Because I could see over. I'm, I'm driving a rental truck right now because my Jeep is getting its, uh, its hatch fixed this week. So I'm, I'm in a big old um, Dodge Ram Bighorn 5.7 uh, liter Hemi rental truck. So I'm a little higher off the ground so I could see over the, the guardrail a little and the barrier. So um, it's, it's, it's amazing just that you come up on it and all of a sudden you could just see everything just fell off the end. I, and I do feel bad. I just saw your text message to me about which apartment number I'm in. So uh, for the listening audience out there, I recently moved to a new apartment and much bigger and uh, hopefully much better. Uh, the only downside is, boy, there's a lot of spiders in this freaking apartment, man. I think I've killed 13 since oh, I moved boy. in here. I think it was because it was empty for, you know, two Probably. months. Probably, yeah. And know. there was construction going. They were remodeling this, if, if I remember. Correct. So that door was left open a lot. And, yeah. And, uh, but they, supposedly they're having spray going on around uh, this week. So that's supposed to hopefully, like, you know, re- you know, kill that. I mean, it's not a big deal. I mean, better spiders than, uh, than all sorts of other bugs, right? You know, right. So. You don't know. We need no rattlesnakes running around here. Well, I mean, and all the, all the <laughs> flies that were flying around here are, are, are gone. And I'm guessing that they uh, have been consumed. So uh, I, and I don't see any spider webs anywhere, but... Uh, Anyway, I digress. Uh, so what we were talking about in terms of that highway, people don't know about this. This is in Colorado. So go uh, check out US 36. That's the name of the highway. It goes between Boulder and, and Colorado or uh, Denver. It's like the number one thoroughfare. It's the main line. It yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's other ways out of Boulder, but they're not high capacity. I mean, I guess a diagonal, but that's going to Longmont. Now you're going the wrong direction. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone's ever said, you know, Longmont's my destination, you know, no. for a reason. <laughs> uh, so anyway, what happened is, uh, the road or the ground basically kind of eventually collapsed because we got so much rain over a short period after a long dry spell and the, the, the ground just kind of collapsed. And so it made it like an earthquake. Basically the ground yeah. moved enough. First it opened a little fissure, which they were like, okay, you know, they're going to close down that one lane and just, you know, get it home within a couple of days. That thing had expanded to a full on crater. Oh yeah. And I mean, I don't even know. I mean, you see the guys walking around. I'm like, I wouldn't walk on that. I wouldn't want to either. I mean, I'll be quite frank with you. I would not be one on that side of the highway <laughs> watching how that, I mean, when you look at it each day, more and more of it's actually fallen off the side of that road. Right. Because it's not like it's on a flat space. They built it off the ground 
on top of concrete and steel and all the all the other nine yards, and it's just literally till. And it's just, like a crevasse in Antarctica. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's totally it's like watching vertical. You don't limit, want to get you know? lost down there. <laughs> no, you don't. Especially, I mean, uh, you don't want to make it either. I, you know, I, we if you fall, be, you'd want to die. We, we yeah. might be safer uh, climbing Everest right now than going over there. <laughs> totally right. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, that's what you get when you when you uh, hire out to the lowest bidder of a foreign country to build your road instead of actually Aussie, Aussie, uh, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. To do it. So, anyway. Uh, it's, it's, it's made things kind of an adventure here uh, in Colorado lately. Thankfully, I don't work in Denver right now because it would be – I don't even know – I don't get how people are getting to Denver. I mean, they must be coming down, taking the off-ramp, and then taking Sheridan or something down, and then yeah, going over. Yeah, I think just Federal's brutal. become a hot thoroughfare. Yeah. And, and, you know, Federal was already brutal. Oh, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, there's a stop sign or yep. stop light every Wadsworth two, is two brutal. Two I'm sure Sheridan's terrible. Yeah. Yep. Osworth hasn't been terrible where I'm at, but uh, it's actually been kind of nice because my traffic is thin because no one's coming around this area anymore. So uh, that's worked out well. Uh, I do. I'm going to your stomping grounds next week, JP. Heading out to Doylestown, PA. So uh, oh, Doylestown, nice. Be interesting. Uh, I, there's nothing more uh, enticing than when you look at the uh, Weather Underground app for the town, and it says temperature is 89 degrees, feels like 101. Oh yeah. You're like, oh great, it's it feels 20 <laughs> degrees hotter than it is. That's got it. That's a nice little. Perk. That's a good sign of some humidity. You better Holy believe it. Nikes, <laughs> man. But uh, next week. It shows relatively reasonable temperatures, 82 to 84, but I have no idea what the humidity level is going to be. So it'll be 80 degrees yeah. or 80 percent. I mean, oh, that's just so <laughs> that's just the way it is. Reminds like me, I, I went. I, I just never forget when I went to Chicago to go see Garth Brooks and see Mikey, and uh, I remember walking out of the airport and I thought I walked into a shower curtain. That's how wet it was. And oh, how I sick it was. Anytime, and I know this has nothing to do with sports, but anytime I'm in PA and I take a shower, I come out of the shower and dry off thinking I need to take another shower. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it's always just been. Gross. Why do people live there? I don't <laughs> get it. Anyway, um, so but it'd be interesting to see that uh, that part of the state. I've never seen that part of the country. Yeah, so, Doyle's I mean, Town's right down there. It's uh, the Boyle Boyer Town from where um, Chi Town Mike is from is yeah. right down there. So you're kind of right down by the main line. Downside by Villanova. The downside is Doyle's Town is a hundred and uh, or an hour and 35 minutes to the PA airport and an hour yes. and 40 minutes to the Newark airport. Yeah, you're kind of in the middle of both, and you're kind of, it's yeah. It's <laughs> and that's kind of where our parent company is, and I'm just like, you mean you guys, every time you guys fly, you have to drive an hour and a half to just get to the airport? I thought it was terrible for us having to drive out to Nebraska, but <laughs> man, that's much worse. I mean, it's, I mean, still, you can you can get to ours in 40 minutes, you know, or even less, actually, if you take the the pay road, you know, you can get Depending there. On, yeah. Oh minutes. yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten there in 25, 26 minutes doing it that way. I mean, not necessarily driving the speed limit, but you know, yeah, no, the toll, the toll road is definitely. And there's the like no cops go. on the toll road because there's nobody on the toll road. because No one can afford it. Yeah. I mean, my exactly. goodness. Oh, I, and, and, and thanks to New Jersey for being so slow in reporting their tolls. Uh, Cause I, you know, I told, I told you, I took I-95, uh-huh. you know, and uh, I got three different bills for tolls. And they came like two weeks apart, each one of them. And it's like, you can't send me all the tolls at once no. so I can put them on my expense report, really. <laughs> but, you know, it's a north one. somebody's doing the northbound, somebody's doing the southbound, somebody's doing the off-ramp. It, they're all different companies. It's just – and, of course, it's a company from Arizona. You're yes. like, why, why don't we ever do things from the same states here? I don't know. I guess that, that's economies of scale, right? Kind of, it's all about the lowest bidder. <laughs> right? yeah, exactly right. Which is what got us our fissure. <laughs> yep. Uh, who wants to read the uh, trivia question? Uh, you know what? I, why don't I do it? I brought this one up because I thought this was a really interesting point. So we're heading up. Like I said, we're about 48 days from college football starting up. Um, so Jim Harbaugh has been at Michigan now for a couple of years, come, mm-hmm. coming from San Francisco, where he took 
the team to a Super Bowl and ultimately lost. So he's supposed to be the savior of Michigan football. Obviously, he was a quarterback there. So the trivia question of the day is, what is Jim Harbaugh's record against top 10 opponents as a coach, and what teams has he beat? So that's top 10 opponents that he's played. And what is his record and the teams that he has beaten as a top as as playing against the top ten. This is college yeah. only. College only. Okay. Now, am I am I correct in that he used to coach Stanford? Or that was it. Was that not him? Jim Harbaugh used to coach Stanford. We're talking just Michigan. Just Michigan. Okay. Just That's Michigan. what I wanted to make sure. Yep. Just and Michigan. then um, I mean, because I've got some guesses, but if if we're not able to get it uh, early on, you might have to give us the number of games, and then we can kind of yep. go from there. You're so. gonna be surprised. I can well, tell you that. I, I, I was surprised. I can, I can say my my initial reaction is just. He seems like he's disappointed a lot against big game in big games, mm-hmm. and uh, they've failed to make it to like the big time bowls for the most part of the playoff. Uh, for the most part, I don't know if they made it. Did they make it finally last year or two years ago? Or? Uh, no, they haven't been in the playoff yet. They haven't done it yet. Since they're they're okay. saying this year because of Shea Patterson and and the talent they have returning could be the first year they're in a, in a college football playoff. Is Shea Patterson the quarterback? Uh, Shea Patterson is the. Quarterback. Gotcha. Um, you got, always got to help me with those, man. Oh, I, don't, I don't know college, so uh, I'll, I'll learn them. I'll learn them great when they're in the NFL. Yeah. But I won't know them in college, man. I can't afford. I don't have enough brain space to do another, like you know, another another sport because I'm, no, I'm so loaded from baseball and football. <laughs> and you mean, guys are the baseball gurus. I can't even keep up with you guys. It's, it is it's tough. <laughs> I just just real quick. I'm just gonna do my I quick. can't keep up with the NBA. Oh, oh God, no! So that was the main players. I'm actually really glad they had this crazy off season because it helped yeah. me learn a lot more players mm-hmm. and kind of relook at teams and mm-hmm. and because for a while there you were just like, well, it's the Cavs and and, and the Warriors. It's going to be exciting for sure. Oh, that's going to be much Hopefully, a lot more parity at the I just, top. I just hope Denver doesn't plummet. You know, I hope that they stay in the realm. They're it's pretty much the same team coming back. They're going to be good. Well, yeah, I'm just saying they didn't improve their team. And everybody else like improve their teams, but they also have two young players who should get better. Although I've heard Djokovic, uh, well, he's an outstanding player. He probably won't get a ton better, is what they were saying. Mm. You know, like he, that he's already got such a well-rounded game that he it, could be capped off. But I, if, if, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's is that Millsap that sat out last year because of the injury, and he's coming going to come back. No, no, Mills, wait, no, Millsap played oh, Millsap last year. Played. Didn't he? He, he played some. It was, I, another, it was Porter who missed the whole Michael year. Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, but too, then they also had Isaiah Thomas. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So they had the they had so, some talent and, there. And there's a big rumor about, or not rumor, I shouldn't say, but a big optimism about Michael Porter Jr. coming back that he was going to be a top two pick in the draft if he hadn't gotten hurt, right. all this kind of stuff. But you know what? He's been hurt almost the entire time he's been with the Nuggets. And while maybe he will be great, and I hey, I'm hoping, right? Let's let you add a superstar to their team, all of a sudden yeah. they become a very a, a great team. But you got to be on the court. Yeah. yeah, how many how many how many <laughs> eggs do you want to put in a basket that's never uh, yeah. that doesn't have a bottom? Yeah, you yeah, know? you got to be on the court to make an impact, right? So. <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna be interesting either, no matter how you slice it. But uh, no, it'd be fun to go over the odds and kind of see where mm-hmm. the odds makers put them. Because boy, if there's one thing you learn as a sports fan or a sports gambler is those bookies know what the hell they are doing. I mean, just by sheer volume, you would think I would be close to like at least forty percent on my sports bets. And the number of times I have lost a bet by one to two points in the last three oh, seconds yeah. of the game is probably the majority they, of the games I've bet on. Those spreads are pretty pretty impressive. They are. How often 
how often they are correct. Where they'll hit right on the nose a lot of times. Yeah, like like on the like an NCAA basketball game between a sixty-four and a one, and they and they get the they nail the spread. Mm-hmm. You're like, how did you nail that spread? Or they'll nail the uh, the over under too. Oftentimes, yep. Oh, you're exactly right on that. It's man. crazy. It's, it's crazy how yeah. how close they can it's get. It's a bunch of algorithms now that they're able to plug in. I think. And you know they work yeah. because you look at baseball and, and and the statistics that they use on things now. And like, I mean, you see some hitters. You know, they they their 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 ground ball hitting is completely taken away by where they stack up the fielders and why some there's some talk of like you know banning doing shifts mm-hmm. or at least limiting how far a player can move on the field. I personally don't agree with that, but I, I see the reason for it. So um, let's just jump into the open. So the open championship is, is where now? Uh, it's what at a Royal Port Rush. It is in Northern Ireland. Port Rush? Port Rush. P-O-R-T-R-U-S-H. It's in Northern Ireland. It's actually where a lot of Game of Thrones was filmed. Oh, um, yeah, nice. It's the first time because of obviously Northern Ireland and all their political upheaval over the past couple of decades. Um, it's the first time they're playing this course since 1951. So mm. a lot of these players don't have a lot of um, – of a lot of rounds on this course. And the first two days we saw a lot of big names not make the cut, which is really almost all amazing. the big names. Uh, yeah. it, it's amazing. And, and, you know, going into the weekend, we'll get into the names that missed it, but going into the weekend this morning, the sun was out. The wind was blowing eight to 12 miles um, off the, off the sea tomorrow. They're calling for rain 20 to 25 mile an hour, sustained winds and 40 mile an hour gusts. So, it's going to be interesting. All the all the main players teed off at eight. I think it was eight fifty our time this morning. So they're all on the course right now. I haven't checked for a local update. I didn't want to hit my phone on the drive up. Oh, but um, but yeah, right now they're all on the course, and the cloud cover came in, and the wind picked up. Actually, um, when I was leaving, I turned the TV off, and I saw the wind had picked up, the cloud cover picked up. So it's going to be interesting to see where, because we have um, Holmes and we have a couple other guys right there um, challenging. And the course was playing a little bit earlier. Bubba Watson uh, had a little bit of a rough time this morning. The wind was not favoring his his game at all. long game. Yeah, Yeah. he was laying up a lot of short shots and not hitting greens. He's a long hitter. if you didn't know that he's, yeah. he's typically one of the, one of the long hitters in the game. And, uh, he, uh, who are some of the, so yeah, let's go over some of the guys that, uh, well, obviously tiger missed the cut tigers experienced some back pains, which we all know he had his surgeries quite frankly, you know, there's a lot of debate this week. Um, if he's going to win another major, we all think that he can. I don't think the Open Championship is going to be won because of the travel that he has to do to go over to Europe, unless he stays over there for a month or two and skips all the tournaments in the, in America, just because it's a hard tournament to do. It's different courses. It's different weather. Um, but it seems it's like a lot of travel. seems like that, that back pain, that back issue coming back up. I mean, that's really what did him in yeah. for a number of years here. Uh I mean, I wonder, is it possible that we just got real lucky in that Masters and for whatever reason, for four days, his back held or up? Or he re-aggravated it during the Masters. He, he could have. If I right. see him win him, because uh, two, more, two more majors, I think, ties him or he, 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 he breaks the record by mm-hmm. one. I can see him winning another Masters. That uh, Augusta National set up for his game perfect. Yeah, I worry. I think that's his highest odds. Yeah. 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 The fact that he won the Masters this year, I think that might almost have demotivated him. 
It could have. Right, the big pressure to get one more. To get one more, yeah. you know, because I had read something right before leading up to the Open Championship that he really hadn't played much no. over the last few weeks, and he was pretty rusty yep. uh, out no. on the range. And, I, I read the same thing. Yeah, it's like, man, how are you going into this type of uh, situation where – you know, the Open Championship, JP, as we know, is it's all about target golf, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you have you, to be you in the right, that a long time You ago. have to be in the right <laughs> position to have success on those golf courses. Uh, and it's really about hitting the ball to a certain spot or a certain area. You, you taught or, me that down on, uh, what was it, Fox Hollow here with, uh, on their Lynx course playing yeah, spot golf. Yeah. You know what, folks? This yeah. is going to be fun. So it looks like the two more picks in our Dynasty draft were done. Um, we got uh, oh. uh, Chavez, who got second place, took uh, Jalen Hurd, wide receiver for San Francisco. And then our league championship, uh, Chi-Town Mike, he picked Josh Oliver, tight end for Jacksonville. So I'm actually on the clock. So we oh. may be able to spend oh. a few minutes here and uh, <laughs> go over my options and make my pick. So, yeah, right. I mean, I've already had four picks, and I really, I think I've really done well and stocked up my team. So this would be kind of just flyer pick time. So, uh, you know, if there's any, like, deep sleeper type guys, I mean, I wouldn't mind snagging one of those. Our, our draft is actually set for eight rounds. I don't I, even think there's that many well, players. Well, it, it'll be scrubs. Yeah, it would be just, like, people who are just nothing, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like fourth string running, uh, running I backs. Even, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I think. Well, because Mikey was, was in a rush and, you know, yeah. we're trying to get everything done and then try and transfer over to you and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's like, it was just, and also because people are restless, you know. They, I'll like, take a look it at it. I kind of have okay, a okay. feeling there's a way that we can stop it after five or something. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Got, I mean, yeah, there's got to be a way. Or, or or this one just goes out and say, look, guys, just pick whatever, you know, just put put your random picks on or whatever. Because mm-hmm. uh, we're going we're gonna to pare down the rosters by, I think, eight. Or just take you know. best available. Well, I don't even know if that's an option on there, but I guess we could automate everyone and then we'll just take whoever the highest ranked guy is probably yeah. like ADP, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No. Anyway. So sorry about that. And go ahead. And, oh, that's okay. So guys that missed the cut, cut, cut this week. I mean, Phil, Mick, well, besides Tiger, Phil Mickelson, Roy McElroy, who Roy shot a terrible first day of what? 79 and came back and shot a 65 and missed a cut by one. Yep. Um, oh. He being from Northern Ireland. Well, you got Jason day in there. Keegan Bradley, Hideki Matsuma. Suma, uh, Jimmy Walker, Ian Poulter, uh, Poultier, Adam Scott, Tom Lehman, and of course David DeBall hasn't really been relevant for a long time, but <laughs> he I had mean, a tough first hole. Didn't yeah, he? he really did. Was, but it I had four, to, was it a fourteen? Something like that. I had to throw his name in there because or he is fifteen. It's it's it was way up there. I had to throw his name in there just because he's so well known throughout the world. Um, a couple like me ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, he took a fourteen. It was at least a fourteen. Yeah. Uh, on his on the very first hole, dude. Was he in the water twice or something? Uh, you'll have to, you have to pull it up on YouTube. He was all over the he place. He was all over the place. Sand, water, native areas, <laughs> <laughs> wetland, areas. wetlands. Yeah, it sounds like that. Definitely sounds like one of my games. So, uh, but uh, we do need to get the three of us out to a course and uh, yeah, and we do definitely a review do. Show. Uh, hopefully. Give me like three more weeks. I think my life will finally start settling down, man. I am so tired of flying and working late, and I'm just exhausted beyond belief. But you know, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do to get uh, get things rolling. I know you kind of. I know Nate's kind of going through that with your restaurant and trying to get everything, you know, getting going. And uh, this morning, I think we're all looking a little bleary eyed, you know. Yeah. Yet last week you looked super awake and, and I was. Uh, I sharp, had... But boy, you don't look that way today. No, I'm tired today. <laughs> I didn't get home till twelve after twelve last night, so Jeez. it's hard to wind down. I can't go straight to bed. No, 
No. So I, by the time I fell asleep, it was almost three. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, I figured you're probably gonna have gotten yourself into kind of a later sleep cycle, though, haven't you? Of course. Yeah. 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 I mean, when I was going to college, I got into that because I worked late. I worked nights, and then. I didn't have classes early in the morning, you know, so it's just, you're like, you know, people are like, what are you doing sleeping until 11? You're like, I didn't go to bed until 3.30 yeah, right. like, or 4. It's like, not like I slept that long. Yeah. Just because I don't, you know, I remember Chi-Town used to always say that to me. He's like, dude, you're going to be in trouble when you get a real job. And I'm like, I had a job before I was going to school full time and I had to be at work at, you know, I had to be at work at six every morning. What are you talking about? But, you know, it's just, it's funny how perception goes. Tough uh, love, man. Tough love. No. I, just think, I just think he's just his, his whole life. He's worked pretty standard, uh, you know. Even when he went to school, he worked, he worked nine to five jobs. So, um, but uh, has it been a good tournament? Have you been able to watch a significant portion of you know, it? I've watched it. It's been a good tournament. Like I said, tomorrow's going to be the. It's day four, obviously, but when the weather comes in, like it's going to come in tomorrow, that's really when you see these players get tested. Oh yeah, um, in forty-eight mile an hour gusts. Oh my gosh! Yeah, dude. so it's gonna tra- it's it's gonna tray like a true open championship course tomorrow. Today it's playing, it's playing okay. Like you, when when you get that wind off of the sea, you get a lot of crosswinds on these courses. That's why Bubba's left-handed game is not really showing up all that well for him because he's putting the ball in spots where he's getting really bad second shots. Uh, is is what he's because I watched Bubba. Bubba was on Bubba was on at four a.m. and I watched him around right around four a.m. And I watched most of his round up until I had to get in a shave and get in the shower, so on and so forth, because I got to head back to Denver right after the show. So, but uh, I watched a lot of Bubba, and he was playing with um, who was he playing with? Rose, Rose, Rosen, or uh, I forget who he was playing with. But the guy he was playing with was was having a really decent round, and some of the guys that just teed off are having some decent rounds. Sergio was kind of up and down this morning. Well, like I said, um, how about Ernie? Ernie made the cut. He was minus two, yeah. and uh, he went to minus three, I believe, yeah. right when I was actually going into shave. Um, I think he, he sunk his, like, 20-foot putt to get to minus three. Ernie has now hit 80 since uh, uh, 1993 or seven or whichever it is. Um, Phil Mickelson has had 89 cuts in majors. He said 82. So Ernie is still out there at his age. Wait, wait. So what was that stat? What is that? Ernie Els always seems to make the cut at majors. He's hit 82 cuts at majors. He's made the cut 82 times. Yeah. Do you know out of how many, how many majors? I, I'm not sure, but when I saw the stat, I was like, you know what? He is always there on the weekend when I'm watching him. Yeah, how many opportunities has he had, you mean? Yeah, like yeah. 82 out of 90, 82 out of 80. Uh, yeah, that I don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. And he, you had 82? He, he's you know? well into his upper 40s, if not 50. He might be 50 something. If yeah. I had to go off the top of my head. He might be a rider. He's right around 50, yeah. I think. But yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's funny when you see it. Cause you always think I'm like, Oh, there's Ernie again. It's like, and he's been around forever. It's like, he's Phil's always getting up there too, though. And he's 49. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, Phil's looking a little old. Yeah. yeah. So did Tiger, man, Tiger looks old. Oh, I Tiger, agree. When, Tiger's when, Tiger, age. when yeah. Tiger took off his hat, man, I was just like, get some Rogaine or some hair plus. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> but you look on the side of the face, like where the crevices are and all this stuff. Yeah. I think it just goes to show you all those years in the sun. It just ages people. Oh, it you does. Know? Yeah. Like I think of all my friends that are big time outdoor people, and they all are starting to look that way. And oh. I'm like, I'm like, I don't feel like we all look that way, but I don't think, think we don't spend all that time in the yeah, sun. Think right. about how long the golf season is and how much you practice outside. And I mean, you literally yeah. are, are are starting Basically practice year round. Yeah, yeah, it's a year round thing, and you're playing, you know, almost every day of the week. What I mostly notice on people who are big time outdoor people are the crow's feet. Yes. 
that seems to be the one spot where it really hits people. And I mean, I'm sure we're all going to get there. We all probably have a little bit of it. But, oh, yeah. You know, but if you look at all of us just right now without our eyes squinting or anything, you don't see any of those lines. But I can name a number of people where you look at them and they're not, they, their face can be completely straight and you can see major, major yeah. lines going. So. It's like that leather baseball glove. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah. skin, skin becomes leather too. Yeah. So, um, and then who's, who's in first place? Uh, right now, well, I, like I said, I haven't seen the closest leaderboard. Let me just get the leaderboard up on my phone here. It was uh, Holmes and uh, the other guy, the other. Uh, uh, the Northern Ireland guy was tied for first before they teed off. But like I said, they teed off when I was on my way up here. Oh, it looks like it's Westwood and John, Holmes. John Rom, is that who you're talking was, about? Well, JB Holmes and Lee Westwood right now. It okay. was, I think it was John Rom that was there a little bit earlier. Yeah. Or t- and Tommy Fleetwood right there. I'm pulling them all up here. Is Fino still in there too? You know, he's always, he, for me, he's one of those breakdown guys that if he wins one, he can yeah. win a lot. I like the way he plays golf. Yeah, he's good, yeah. But yeah, Shoffley, Fleetwood, Lowry. It was uh, uh, Lowry was I think tied with GB, J, JB Holmes um, when they beat off this morning. Is that the Irish flag that he? Yeah, got? that's the Irish flag. Okay. What's the Scottish flag? Oh, uh, Scottish it's flag. Blue and yeah, isn't it blue Something and white? I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I, have, I have no clue. I, I want to say it's like a royal blue and white, but okay. Don't I mean, mark my words. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think back to uh, and it's got some sort of what do you call it in the a coat of arms or something? Oh, mm-hmm. like a lion or something? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Okay, yeah, I, was, I was trying to think of like I'm, I'm thinking of uh, um, Braveheart, and I'm like I don't remember there. I don't remember any flags. Here, but, I'll pull it up for you, buddy. You know, fun with flags with Sheldon Cooper. You there know? you go. So, <laughs> uh, got the Yankees uh, playing against the Rockies today. That'll be interesting to see if the Rockies can hang with the big boy team. Uh, Rockies need to uh, uh, Rockies need to make going. a major push. Rockies are six games under 500 or five games under 500. It's 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 becoming crunch time. So well, and LA's uh, got that. What have they got? 14 game lead right now. Oh, I'm sorry, no yeah, coat no. of arms. Just oh, that's a big X. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, at least now we know. You know. Uh, I got the yeah, colors right. Dodgers have you did. Dodgers have a 14-game lead. The Rockies have fallen below the Giants. And the Padres are back in the last. Boy, more things change, more they stay the same. Yeah. Right? It's crazy, man. My my Reds are catching up, though. Yeah, they are. Shoot, I think the Reds are only a a game behind them now. So, darn it, that bet of ours is going to go down to the wire, man. Uh, Damn it. Uh-huh. Uh, and your your uh, your your twins need to watch out for them engines. They are coming up. Oh, you we knew that was going to happen, though. You <laughs> it, knew that was going to happen. And Kluber comes back in three weeks, maybe. Yeah. Something Boy, like they've had a lot of bad luck. A lot of bad luck. Yeah. yeah. But they yeah. got some nice players in that outfield that have kind of starting to kind of get healthy. Yeah. And I'll tell you, the twins, if they're if they want to stay in it, they have to make a move. Yes. Yeah, and it has they, to they, be. A, their lineup is great, but they need another pitcher. In fact, I'll go out on a limb and say they need two. They really need a starter and a reliever. Yeah, yeah, but, but Panetta seems to be holding up, so we'll see. But they should have gotten Kimbrell. I agree. They really should have gotten Kimbrell. or or Keuchel. I think. Both. Yeah, if had they got one of those two, I would have been. And they wouldn't have had to give anything up for it. You know, that was kind of frustrating for me. I think that would have been a big move on their part. It's just that worry, worry, the worry they have about long-term. I do contracts. love their new setup. They kind of they kind of have what uh, they did here for a while, where they had like an operations guy and a GM. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they're you know both pretty much. I think they're both new this year. New, you know, one was new last year, one new this year. Young guys. Um, you know, one is an analytics guy, but uh, the other guy is you know a shake and bake, and I think he <laughs> you know he likes to make moves. Um, obviously, in the off season, you saw they got a lot of value, man. You they know, did. like. They got Jonathan Scope cheap because he had a down year. They had C.J. Cron cheap because he had a down and he year. he's having a great year for him. Yeah, they've, they finally have figured some things out with their minor league system. They always have a ton of talent, but they never seem to be able to develop it. And then, they, you know, the guys that they have get to the majors, then they trade them away, and right. then they, these people have success elsewhere. Blanco, so that's uh, frustrating. Blanco's having a great year. Uh, oh, Sano, yeah. it's to no hurt or is he just having a, a just a bad year? I just think he's had a tough time getting in a rhythm. He missed the first two months because he had a heel laceration, mm. you know? Uh, so I, I, you know, you miss spring training. Uh, it's hard to get into the, into the rhythm. And then, you know, I think he was just starting to figure things out and the all-star break hit, mm. you know? So that, that's tough. So we'll see, get there, you know, there's still, you know, 70 games to go here. So, Right. I think he'll find a stride. He's also only 26. Mm-hmm. So, oh no, I, I'm not saying he can't be good. I'm just yeah. saying I was surprised he didn't bounce back this year. Yeah, I think he's, for whatever reason, a little emotionally fragile. I don't know why. Hmm. I think he, you know, he's had some incidents. There was an incident with him and a, like a, you know, a news reporter or something right. that, with a woman and you know, him and touching her inappropriately and such. And I mean that, I think that's kind of been taken care of or whatever. Or, but it might've rocked yeah. him enough. Yeah. But I think it's probably caused some issues upstairs, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. And I think it's crazy is that when you look at the Seattle Mariners, they're 40 and 60, they have plummeted. They were the best team in baseball for first the first 25 games. Oh yeah. yeah. Four weeks. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, not that that doesn't happen often. But oh Yeah. But you don't usually fall all the way to cratering to last place. Much they were much <coughs> like the twins. They just rode some hot hitting. You know, at the beginning of the season, everybody oh. was hitting home. Domingo runs. Santana and uh, and uh, Malik Smith was crazy, going crazy. And then you had the first baseman. Is it Kobach? Vogelbach. A oh, Vogelbach. That's yeah. it. He was going crazy. Yep. And uh, uh, and then J.P. Crawford had a real nice stretch for him. And, yep. Uh, yep. I'm trying to think of who else had some, there was, they have a couple other big guys yeah. that were playing well, but yeah, they have um, Hanniger until he got hurt. Right. Oh yeah. He's been great. Yeah. So oh, I uh, mean, they were on fire. Now they're 22 and a half games back. It's <laughs> over. It's over. Yep. They don't have the pitching. I'd you know say what? The fire has been extinguished. Yeah. 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 No pitching. I mean, they're now a negative 99 in differential. I could have told, I mean, like really anyone could have picked that out at the beginning of the year that they were going to, come back to earth because of the pitching mm-hmm. you know they were just they just didn't really have anybody i think you know they knew kikuchi was going to be pretty good you know and knew so he that he would probably have some success yeah. but outside of him you know you didn't know what you were going to get from felix anymore it hasn't been much of anything it hasn't really been much of anything he's kind of hasn't learned to you know, like He's CC, still a thrower, you know, yeah, CC, you know, has kind of learned to turn his career around. He's had a bit of a renaissance because he's sure. learned to pitch. And it doesn't hurt when you have a, a great lineup. He was a you. huge strikeout guy in his prime. Absolutely. And now, you know, he has to finesse it more. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if that's something that he's going to be able to do or not. Mm-hmm. How old is he? Hmm. Without looking it up, I mean, we can always look it up, but I'm just kind of curious. I don't know. That's a really good question. 
because he's been around for a long time. You think he's? I think he's thirty-five. Felix, I'd is say thirty-seven. I'd say thirty-five is a good guess. Let me look him up here real quick. I'm, yeah. I'm just really curious now. I, Thirty-five is a pretty good guess, I would imagine. Within a couple of years. While you look that up, I, I've, yeah. got, I've got a Tiger quote right in front of me oh. right now. Um, Tiger, quote unquote, I just want to go home after missing the cut. Right. I saw that yesterday. <laughs> hey, man. Know. We've all been there. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just want to go home. Hey, I'm like yeah. every day at work. So, you know, <laughs> I can't really blame him. You know, let's see. King Felix. It's weird. He's not on the uh, ESPN roster. So I wonder if he's huh. hurt right now. He is. But I mean, I, I thought I thought that he would still pull him. I, I'm pretty sure he's on the uh, whatever you want to call it, the yeah. IL now. Yeah, he's on the IL. The uh, ten, well, it's just a, just a ten day. Yeah. Oh, he's only thirty three. There you go. Huh. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of. He, I guess he started when he was like twenty. Yeah. So. Boy, he's had a long. No, eight, nineteen. He, he pitched was four re- games in nineteen. He was really games. young. Yeah. He was successful early on. Two point. Uh, oh wait, no, that's that's not his ERA. That's his. Uh, that's his FIP. Um, his, uh, which is probably a better indicator, but his ERA is very first year at 19, 2.67 over 12 games and 84 innings. That's phenomenal. Jeez. As a, just a, as a kid. Oh, he know? was, he was certainly one of the five best pitchers of the decade. Yeah. Just wow. Yeah. And they never, they never got him much of a team, you no. know? I mean, they, they had that one great year when they had Randy Johnson, they had Alex, uh, Rodriguez. They had Ken Griffey Jr. They had was Felix all... on that team though. He was that was that. that no, was I don't think he was there. Him. Yeah, I'm just saying that was the last time they were good that I can remember. Where they won like 116 games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know if they've even been in the playoffs since then. Maybe, but maybe, but not 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 as a not often and not dominant. I think they were in a either a play in game. They or might the have wild, been a play in game one or the wild card game once. Yeah, it was one or the other. But no, like real series. No. No. Sorry, the Twins haven't done squad either in a long time, so. Yeah, but you can still remember two World Series in five yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, they did have two, but that well, was. I guess, if you're, I guess if you're as old as us, you can remember was, it. You know, yeah, that was 30 <laughs> years ago, so. <laughs> yeah, Dodgers haven't gotten one either, so. It's a, it's a lonely uh, road uh, to the top. And they hey, been on it could be Twins-Dodgers World Series. You never know. Boy, would that not be fun? Boy, that might end our friendship, though. <laughs> See what happens. You're like, Froom. you know, well, never mind. Um, we, so yeah, we were so funny about each other with the Cleveland Cubs World Series. That was some good shit talking. Yeah, I was so for the Cleveland Indians, and you were so for the Cubs. And then, that, I mean, it just kept going uh, back. Cleveland really looked like they had it in hand after game three. I mean, but it just it was just crazy because it seemed like every time you thought a team had the upper hand, the team would win the, next, the other team would win the next game, and then in the seventh game, it went back and forth like four times, and then there was like a rain delay. That was then, the difference. Was the rain delay? Uh, just yeah. crazy games, crazy games. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump over to the NFL. So before we jump into our dynasty draft, uh, let's just quick talk. Uh, the biggest story out there is Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, the announcement came out. They will not be suspending him at all. Do we think what we've heard? is enough to warrant at least a one-game suspension. Well, I think new audio submerged. If I'm, if, please tell me if I'm mistaken, but new audio submerged that has him basically... Emerged. Yeah, that, yeah. that just has him not being put in the same yeah. light that the audio that the, 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 the team from Kansas, or the radio station from Kansas City put out in the first place, and they actually released all the audio 
where it makes him in a better light where it doesn't sound like he was doing this is what right. happened. Right. But there's a video, but, right? No, there's no video. There's no video. It was all audio. Yeah, Kareem Hunt's the one they had on video. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But, you know, what's also weird, though, to me is that just when he says something about um, he's afraid of you, like talking about the son, like, you know, he's scared of you or he's afraid of you, he goes, well, he should be afraid of me, and so should you. I he did. He did. Yeah, that's that was his response. Yeah. You should be afraid of me, too. So, I mean, doesn't that that alone? That seems like intimidation to me. That's like, well, that that's not violating the conduct policy. Yeah, I, I would agree. I like I said, I have not heard the other interview they put out. I'm not sure anyone's heard it yet, except for the DA over uh, out there that was prosecuting it. But um, new audio has emerged. The whole audio has emerged and they decided to drop it. And don't get me wrong. I know there is a difference between a criminal case you can bring against someone, right? You don't do that unless you think you have a reasonable chance to win. It's a lot of money to take someone to court, and it costs the state that Mm -hmm. money or the county. But the NFL doesn't have to have that. The NFL can just make their own determination via the commissioner. And to me, that line alone, and I'm not saying it would do more than one game, but I would at least give him a one-game suspension. Like You can't can't have that kind of attitude when you're representing the But how many games did Ezekiel Elliott get? And he wasn't five four found guilty of anything no but he was given four wasn't it i think it was originally six maybe it was six and i, I, I had him that year in fantasy and it was brutal when he went when they took him out yeah because uh, he'd have been having a crazy good year um but I think it, to it was, me, yeah, four to six but yeah I, but there wasn't in the audio or video of his incident why did he get so many games so this is what I it's wanted a, to bring this up. I did. I I agree. Is it a political reason? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I knew it. So the re the the thought going around is that the upcoming collective bargaining agreement is a huge deal, and Goodell's like number one plan yep. goal, whatever you want to call it, is to make sure there is no work stoppage, to have no chance of losing the NFL's dominance in the sporting industry, yep. and that by being nice, they're going to say, okay, we were real nice, we helped you look good. You know, come come to the, come come our direction a little bit on the table. I, I don't know if that's true, but yeah, it makes sense. I agree. I think that's. I think there's. It certainly could be a political maneuver yeah. on Goodell's part. I mean, he knows um, politics like no one else. <laughs> so yeah. And, and during past work stoppages, the NFL has always taken a hit. Oh, absolutely. So. I mean, I can't believe baseball is even considering it, and they and they are considering a work stoppage uh, when their thing runs out. I can't remember what year that is. It's it's not. It's kind of in the same year. Twenty twenty three, maybe. It's, yeah, they're all kind of right around after. the same years because uh, there was a quote I, I wanted to bring up last last week and I, I didn't really get a chance. It came across NBC Sports when you when I think you guys just broke off into another subject, but uh, they interviewed Charles Barkley on the golf course saying that they could have a, because of the CBA and the way these players are getting paid, these small market teams might shut out the league mm-hmm. in the NBA because of they can't compete anymore with any of these other teams. So they might be facing a work stoppage when they have to go through a CBA again. Yeah. I'm actually amazed it. how much money NBA got out of those TV deals. They To get a subscription, at least just for your, like your team, or even maybe it's for the whole league. Like, I mean, I was watching on, on uh, Sling TV, and it was, just, it was only like 45 bucks. And baseball is a little over 120, and then footballs, I mean, well, 300 or something. You know, whatever it is we get with Direct TV. Um, Red Zone Channel is not so bad. It's ten bucks a month, but yeah. um, that, that's why it's nice to live here because at least I live where my team plays. I don't have to worry about getting right. You know, I can see how much that would suck for you guys. It's like if your team isn't dominating, you're not going to see your team 
because they're not going to make it on TV, you yeah. know? And, but then I watch almost nothing, but, uh, but red zone channel all day long anyway. And, oh, I cannot wait for the first day to lay on that couch and not <laughs> move for eight hours. And then, uh, and hopefully have a good fantasy. They took away my day. red zone channel last, uh, last year on this for some reason. I thought I paid for it. They're like, no, you don't. I'm like, how'd that happen? How'd you take it off? Yeah. They did that to me too. No, I was just, Remember? I was pissed. Well, he, has, he has dish. You have. Our oh TV. yeah. Our yeah. You know, the red zone channel is best. Cause you turn on one solid game, like I the know. Broncos, and then you have the highlights from every other game on the other. They, they actually yeah. did that to me two years ago. And I called and bitched. And they gave it to me for free. I might have year. to do that this year. I tried it again this year, and it didn't work this past year. I tried to get it again, and they're like, we'll give it to you for half price. Right. I was like, no, it's still like $169.99. Yeah. You know? yeah it's like, like you've been gouging us. I, just, I don't like these companies gouge you for years and then suddenly say, oh, we'll give you this deal. It's like, well, you know, if you'd give me half that deal the last three years, there wouldn't be a problem. They just needed to get rid to of all this crap. Really, there's only 20 channels anyway, right? That are worth a, a darn. Well, now what they should be know? doing, what what they, if the NFL was smart, and they are smart, so I think this may happen soon, is you offer like like in uh, MLB TV, you can just get your team for like 70 bucks, yeah, and see all your team's mm-hmm. games, and that's 80 games. NFL, you're only talking about you know 15 or 14 or 13 if you take out like Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, and NFL Network yeah, Football. Yeah, right. So. It shouldn't be more. I mean, like seriously, sixty bucks. Would you pay sixty bucks to be able to watch all the Vikings games on your phone, tablet, or computer or TV? Yeah. Would mm-hmm. you do that for Philly? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean, think of all the money they could make. I, so, sometimes, I mean, I know that like sometimes oh, people sign coming. exclusively deals. Like, remember when iPhone you could only get it through AT and T? That's why I never got an iPhone early on, and because I, I did Verizon or or, or whoever, I just yeah. didn't do AT and T. And I know that they do those things because of like. I think they do it for guarantees of income, you know, like, you know, we're not even going to charge per unit. We're just going to get a a bulk fee and stuff. But when you're a company like that, where you're making so much money, when you know your products are going to do well, why would you, why would you limit yourself? I just don't understand. I mean, people can say, you know, well, Hey, Apple's the most valuable company in the world. It's not like they made a mistake, but it's just like, I don't know. I mean, people don't like Apple very much. They may I, like the product. They know, don't like the company. The, the, the funny thing is, is you, as you mentioned that, more and more people with iPhones that I talk to want to get rid of their damn iPhones because they hate them. I, was, I, 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 <laughs> I will never go back. When I found out how far of, like advanced Android was compared to mm-hmm. Apple – I was like, oh, I'm done. I'll never have another iPhone. But I you keep, are I, so far I behind. literally keep hearing that more and more and more and more. And then you see all these people standing in line for an iPhone. I'll pay a thousand dollars for it. It's like, well, why? Apple is it's still an, it's still a status symbol. Yep. Right. Because they're considered like a progressive company, even though they aren't they really aren't. But because they have that image, yes. like so a lot of celebrities want to mm-hmm. have the iPhones. Also because it's just a way to say I have money, because I'm able to buy a new phone every six months, nine months. And it's a thousand to fifteen hundred dollar phone. Right. And look, look, look what I could afford. It's like the people with you know who has a brand new car every other year or stuff like that. It's just it. Some of it just goes down to image. Yeah. And, and yeah status. Things. But yeah. the other thing is, Apple will always dominate the um, elderly market. I think because every, if there's one thing you can always say about Apple user it's friendly. user friendly, yeah. man. You will not. I mean, like for like someone like my dad. If I, I, you know, I wish I could get him on Apple or I wish he had gone to Apple earlier so he knew mm-hmm. how to use the Apple computers because he is a plug and play and I don't want any drum. I don't want to, have to set this up. Right, I don't want to try right. to download something. I don't want to get involved. In it. I just want it to work. Yeah. And if it's Apple, it'll work. 
it may not work the way most people would want it to work, but it will work. And that's kind of the whole key. Right. And I mean, I know they do some things fantastic. I mean, you know, you know the garage band, I know my, yeah. uh, my buddy, Brian, he loves using the, uh, is it iMovie or something? Oh uh, yeah. I just, I just found out about that. Cause I don't do much in the animation Boy, or movies, stuff like that. He has been loving it, using it for work and saying that he's just like, it's amazing. So, hmm. uh, so I mean, there's, obviously there's ma- major, major markets where right. Apple will always be dominant, but I just, it, it did blow my mind. Just unbelievable. When I got my phone, to what it could do compared to what Apple, you know, doesn't even let you do. Oh, you yeah. Know? It's like when your iPad is like, oh, I just want to download two movies off my computer, take them on the flight with me. Well, you'll sit there and you're like, why can't I drag these over? Why can't I process the, okay, you gotta change, okay, got to change it to an MP4. Oh, no, it still won't go over. Okay, what else can I do? Oh, okay, so change it to VLC. No, still won't go over. Uh, okay, uh, uh, upload it to the, to the server and then down. No, no, still won't go on. You're just like, what the hell? Why can't I just put the damn movie on my on my iPad? Called, they want you to call China, wait on hold for three hours, and no, they have want somebody you, else. They want you to do it. nothing but buy movies from iTunes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, well, now, well, now, it's going to be iTunes. Yeah, um, but, yeah the uh, streaming wars are coming. It yeah, is. And, and, you know, going back to what you're talking about, buying your own team, uh, there's a lot of talk about DirecTV and them getting out or getting away from that contract with DirecTV to be able to stream your own games and mm-hmm. pick the games you want to stream mm-hmm. instead of buying the whole package. Because think about it. If somebody lives in Kansas City, who cares to see the Dolphins and Tampa Bay play? Right. Unless yeah. you have everyone on your fantasy oh team. Oh, my on. God. Dolphins I think, and Tampa I mean, Bay. come on. Who really wants to see that oh. game? Who in the hell in the Dolphins would you even have on your fantasy team? I know. <laughs> Who do Josh Rosen, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Not right well, now. Well, yeah, Dynasty, maybe, but I don't think you would. I mean, well, maybe as a third stringer, maybe. But yeah, he's my third or fourth stringer. Who the, who the hell is the who the who's the receivers? They it's gave away most of their guys <laughs> in the last two years because they had they had uh, Kenny Landry and they I, had you know I, I know oh, Kenny. They had Kenny Still. I mean, Kenny, when you can't stay on in New Orleans. I don't think you got a whole lot of stuff. I know they drafted uh, the tight end out of Penn State, but not last year, the year before, Jacecki. He's a really good tight end. If they can develop him, it would be awesome. Yeah. But okay. I don't think they can develop him. There's a guy that's supposed that was always supposed to be good. You had him on your fantasy team. I was always busting your chops, and he was really just never productive. Lamar and, Miller? No, a receiver. I know who you're talking about because I – there was, I there had was one, one guy. Oh, it's going to be his breakout year. Yeah. Well, he had one fantastic year. <laughs> I think. I think I know who you're talking about. The guy was opposite of Landry. Yes. Um. Oh, and he left last year. Was it Devontae Parker? Yes, that's it. Okay, Devontae I was Parker. I, I know there's a name out there that, that's, that's anonymous. He, he that's had, it. Good, job, good work, ne- buddy. Never did anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, no, he did. He had one, yeah, he had one good, really year. good year. And I had him that year, so it was great. But then the next two years, he was a disaster. Yeah. Mostly because he got hurt. You know, he just kept, yeah. kept getting hurt. Yeah, he did keep getting hurt. Yeah. You know? I needed to drop balls. It was like Demarius Thomas, yeah. man, he would drop the ball. Um, Alshon Jeffries. Oh, most geez. drop balls on the Eagles. <laughs> that guy. I, I remember T.O. used to drop the ball all the time. He would. You know? You're you 100% correct on that one. He really would drop the yeah. ball a lot. You can only drop the ball a lot if you're throwing the ball a lot. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Although, it's always funny when you look at the numbers, like, oh, there's, he led the league with 13 drops. You're like, 13 that led the league. No <laughs> way, man. I see a lot of drop. What counts as a drop? Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know what the criteria yeah. is for that. They need to come up with like a you know like baseball with the with the whip and the fip and the and the uh, war and stuff like that. They need to come up with that for NFL for like when you should have caught the ball and you right. didn't catch the ball. It hit your fingers and you didn't catch it. Your finger on on hand ball <laughs> or whatever percentage. But anyway. <laughs> uh, 
Derek Sproles back with the Eagles. And how yeah. old is they, how old is he? He's he's it's it's a one year deal. He wants to retire an Eagle. They brought him back. Now that brings the other question. Now the Eagles have six running backs in their backfield. Running back by more than committee right there right now, including just drafting the kid out of Penn State, Miles Sanders. Well, well, they're not going to be able to carry more than four. <laughs> no, they're not going. It's going to be interesting to see what so happens in that backfield. Squad or I have no idea. Maybe I mean, they're thinking after the last two years, man, we're going to have at least one guy injured by week two of preseason, and one by week two of the regular season, and one by week six. You know? I'm guessing that's where they're going with it, but they have so many people back there right now. And then when they took Miles Sanders, I thought that was a stretch because they had so many people. And now Miles Sanders, we all know, was Saquon Barkley's backup at Penn State. So he worked out with Saquon. He ran drills with Saquon. And he was yeah. very good friends with Saquon. So I could see why they would have taken him because he's a really good running back. Yeah. But in that, in that whole backfield, the, in the scheme of things, they've got a lot of backs. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a ton. But they had that before. New England seems to do that a lot, too, where you're like, they have like four or five guys on their roster. And you're like, other teams have three. You said New England, right? Yeah. And that's the thing. With New England, you never knew who to start. Who, who to start. Was it he, could have been, uh, uh, what was his name, Buckholder or uh, Burke, 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 uh, Burkehead. Burkehead. It could have been Burkehead one day. Burkhead. It could have been White one game. It could have been uh, now Tony it was Michelle. Tony Michelle one game. You never knew who to start. Nope, nope. LeGarrette <laughs> Blount, when he had that one amazing year. 20 yeah. touchdowns. James White, is actually, James White was like, what are you, like top six or seven running backs? Because he had so many catches. Yeah, yeah, like 65 catches, yeah. I'll be taking him early this year. I tell you what, this year I am hoping, praying for an early pick to get a running back because, boy, picking that pick 12 last year. You had a tough time last year trying to get a running back. Well, I mean, now, <laughs> now in hindsight, of course, it was 2020. I would have taken probably Mixon and uh, um, uh, your boy, uh, McCaffrey. Uh, McCaffrey at the rap pick. But, you know, at, the point, at that time, you know, you weren't sure what they were going to do. And right. so you were like, well, I should just take the lockdown receivers. And, of course, like an idiot, I didn't take Mike Thomas, but I took Keenan Allen and OBJ. And it was like, my God, I could not have taken worse picks. I thought my, I was going to have the best running, you know, the white right receiver tandem in the league. And well, OBJ, you know, geez, it's, it's all or nothing with that guy. And, and the other, the other problem you had last time. year is when you were looking yeah. at McCaffrey and Ron Rivera after the first year, he didn't know how to use McCaffrey. Now he right. does. Right. Right. That was the other thing that well, was on your mind. I just kept thinking I could take later, later like picks, you know, get like some scrubber kind of scrub guys, but there just weren't many in mm. the NFL. And, you know, not by the time I needed them to like be competitive. And uh, I think this year there's a lot more running back depth than there was, but I think running backs will be the majority of the top like 17 picks. I think you'll have one quarterback in there and probably three receivers. I think but... McCaffrey could possibly go number one. I think it's plausible, absolutely. I, I, I 100%. I would agree. I mean, I'd be looking at McCaffrey or Saquon right now as a number one yeah, pick. Yeah. I mean, I don't – Saquon, I would be hard to pass up. It's going to be hard to pass up. Boy, Lidl, the Damian, Giants are going to be bad, man. Well, yeah, they were that, bad last year. And he's still he, – he's great. I, he almost, I think he set a rookie record for uh, um, 100 yards – Hundred yards from scrimmage in uh, like consecutive games, or he came up one game short. Oh. That wouldn't be surprising at all. Yeah, I mean, he, and I think he, he also led the NFL in rushing, didn't he? No, that was Chris Carson, Seattle. He, Carson had the most yardage. I think he had the most scrimmage yards. Oh, on I think the I traded guy. for him. Wow. Yeah. Huh. 
There's some interesting moves what, that Carson, can happen Carson in this draft. Carson was the least appreciated I mean, dominating running it does, back. It doesn't surprise me because, I mean, that's what Seattle does, and they could yeah. not pass. No. Nope. They could not pass nope. for whatever reason. But they're going to have two good so, running backs and one. They should have a good, that rookie guy, that D, D, Metcalf. DK or Metcalf. Yeah. He should be good. Stud, I mean, they're yeah. talking about him really having some, that some synergy. Is, with, all uh, I, got a, I got another guy on their team, too, that I'm hoping this Jennings guy. He's like 6'5 and runs like a 4'3". Damn. We'll see. He did a little bit of work last year and then he got hurt. So I don't want to brag, but I can run a four three twenty. So Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Uh, I bet you could rock that. Uh is it it's yards, right? Not feet. Twenty yards. Yeah, it's twenty yards. You can run a four three two inch dash. Oh, I can crush that. (laughs) I crush that. I don't know if I could run a four three two inch dash right now. As long as it's not more than six steps, dude, I got it covered, man. Rocking the house, rocking the house. I just get that chariots of fire. There you go. Going in my head with Rusty <laughs> and uh, Rusty and uh, Clark. Clark Griswold running from the gates at Wally World, only to be greeted by the moose that right. takes their clothes for construction. You gotta love someone who also parks in the very back when they're the first car yeah, there. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, because we'll be the first ones to leave. <laughs> you know what? That's not that's not really a joke because I told you about my experience renting that car at uh, Hertz and getting stuck in that line. My God, dude, I've never seen anything like that. Taking an hour and like oh yeah, that to happened to us too. Feet. That happened to us when we went to Florida <coughs> this past February. Dude, we got we flew in at like eleven forty five at night and I waited over an hour to get our our rental car. We walked well, no, into no, no, this no, no, place, but, but I, I'm talking about I was in the car. Oh, that's how oh. long it took to get the line out the out the gate, not 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 renting the actual car. Wow, yeah, that's, that's why I'm saying it's crazy. Like oh. I almost didn't go to the bathroom before we got in the car because I was like, "Oh, we're just gonna drive." The hotel's only 20 minutes away, and I, was like, oh, I better just go. Yeah, and I was like, "Thank God I went because I'd have been in the middle of that line and gotten out of my car and gone to pee." Yeah, it was that long. Jeez. Yeah, that was oh. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah, I mean, I mean we rings. stood in line over an hour at midnight, waiting yeah, to get a car. Hell? I was probably just had one person working. Yeah, it was literally this huge long building that had seventeen rental car companies. Yeah. But for whatever reason, it was fucking Alamo. Everybody had them because it was probably they probably had the deals, you know. Right. Right. And so yeah, I think there was two people working at the desk, and there was like an old couple. They just couldn't figure out their reservation. And then the other line was another guy that didn't speak English well. And so then they were, yeah, they were in line forever. It was ridiculous. And I have the, uh, what is it called? The the Hertz Gold Plus membership or whatever. Oh, uh uh-huh. But because I had not actually uh, used my credit card yet since I'd become a member, that it didn't didn't validate it until you rented your first car. And I'm like, but I I pre-rented it. Why don't you guys charge me when I rent it instead of when I bring it back? And For that reason? Well, I, I guess. But anyway, oh, she right. told me when, because because what she would do is when the line was like the line was kind of long to get your car, even when you pre-rent, you have to still go get the damn thing. You know, it's like I thought I was able to just walk out and go, but that's a little more of an advanced membership kind of thing. Right. And uh, oh, dude, it was just like cause she kept saying, "Are there any Gold Plus members? You can go ahead and come on up." So I could have skipped the whole line, but then she did tell me after I after I got the car rental going, she's like, now it's activated. And it's like, okay, so my next trip will be worth it. Yeah, I'm paying $81 so. with insurance a day for my rental car right now. Ooh. And that was the cheapest around here. 81 
and I'm not getting reimbursed for it at all because somebody screwed up the paperwork at a certain insurance company. Eighty-one. Oh. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, that's, and, not, that's not that's not like a crazy amount. No, but I think I'm getting mine in PA for fifty-six. Yeah, it's a whole different story. I mean, I even looked around. I, I when I thought I was getting reimbursed, I looked around and the chief even even when I was at Enterprise, he's like, today I can only give you without insurance. He's like, I'm doing nine on the same car. Now, granted, I got they gave me the free upgrade to the truck. Why don't you just call your insurance company and yeah, get shouldn't it? they cover it? Nope, they they didn't put that when I did my insurance on my my newer chair. My, in Cherokee, they did not check the box for the rental car, and it got put on after the fact that I reported the thing. So I got stuck day of at Enterprise. Ugh. Charge, but charge my it, car. Can you take it back for the first after the first day, and then rent a new one under your insurance? No, they won't do it. I, I tried to have them do that. They said since you since this was put on after the fact, and even though it, whoever screw up it was, he's like. Since you didn't have it on when when this happened and you reported the incident with the, the little dings on the back, he's like, we won't cover it. Well, I'd be like, well, then I will be dropping your insurance. Here. I'm thinking yeah. about it because it's it's running me a grand until I drop my Jeep off. Jeez, I, holy shoot! Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not very happy money. about it. <laughs> holy cow. That's, well, that's like more than this table costs. We're at the halfway point. Yeah, oh, we are. You want to review the? Sure do. Trivia question there. Okay. Mr. So, Harbaugh. Mr. Harbaugh. Okay. So, Jim Harbaugh. Oh, Mr. Harbaugh. He has been at Michigan now since, oh, what, 2015. And he's had a couple top ten opponents um, that he played against. What is his record against top ten opponents at Michigan? And what teams has he beaten? You want to take a stab at this first? Or? Okay. So, what do we want to answer? Oh, you're. Mute on, Might help yeah. if I take the mute off. Sorry, I didn't want everybody to hear me blow my nose. Um, you know what's crazy? Since I moved into this place, I have not sneezed. Hmm. I was sneezing a lot in that old place. I think that mold really was bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Sounds about right. Um, yeah. So, just at Michigan, and I'm going to say he's been at Michigan. Four years. Oh, it's only four years? I was going to say 2015. Yep. Okay, so four years times, what, 12 games. So he's got about 50 games. Number top 10 opponents. Damn it. Uh, remember, they're in, the, they're in the East in the Big Ten. Right. And so they I mean, play all the good Ohio teams. Ohio State's going to have good records. We know that. It's a struggle. Oh, the struggle man. is real. Okay, so I'm going to say he's had top 10 games. I'm going to say average four a year plus one. So seventeen games. Maybe that's too many, but too many. Okay. Uh, is it under ten? It's right. You, it's it, he's had ten top ten games. Oh, I don't have a free port. Oh, you don't. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. No, you're good. You should, uh, just plug that into the wall and. Take I will. Out your My phone. phone's almost charged. I'll plug it in here in a sec. Um. Okay, so let's say he has been five and six. Good guess. Me? Just because I know how JP thinks, I have a feeling that he's trying to trick us. (laughs) And so I think he's only got one. Nate, you hit it right on the head. He's one in 10 against top 10 opponents since he took over at Michigan. Uh huh. He beat Wisconsin. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have guessed the team. He he beat Wisconsin in 2016, 14-7. One and ten against top ten teams. Yeah. How does he even still have the job? And he's never beaten Ohio State. Oh. I'm gonna make a weird. Let me make a weird statement about 
Jim Harbaugh and kind of his coaching. But I, I think he is a good coach, and I think he gets the most out of his team, and that's the problem because I think he typically has a little bit less talent than the top-tier teams, and so he's getting the most out of what he has, but it's just not good enough to beat talent-wise with what that top tier is. So I think he makes the team look better than they actually are, but then when they get to play those, you know, those big talented teams that they fail Mm -hmm. because talent overall talent does usually take the cake as they say. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's maybe that's a little far reach, far reaching, but I think that that actually is something that, might be true well and you know? and the other thing that uh, yeah. I'll, I'll give you this nate he has that older school mentality of coaching a smash mouth football too where yeah. it's not as progressive as urban or uh nick saban where he adapts to the talent that he has and uh Dabo down in clemson yeah. that adapts to the talent that he has but i mean why crazy. don't more people want to play for harbaugh he's an amazing nfl coach he'll have you ready to I, go pro i think it's college landscape has become a lot like the pros where it's about location, location, location. (laughs) It is. Who wants to go to Ann Arbor, Michigan, when you can go to Gulf Coast, Florida or, you know, uh, university of San Diego. Probably why UCF is getting so good, right? Yeah. Everybody. I I totally agree. That's the biggest school in the country, by the way. Mm -hmm. Really? UCF. The most students. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow, very good point. And you yeah, don't, and, you, and, you don't, and you don't think intellectuals when you think Florida, but I think a lot of hot women when oh, I think Florida. Yeah, you do. I mean, you do think about bikinis I with, guess, all, with, with so many beaches. You would hope so. My God, the entire perimeter of the state almost is a beach. Uh, and I mean, and it, it is nice to play golf out there uh, in January and have it be nice. You know, I'm sure it uh. sucks in the middle of Jan- July, but oh yeah, but maybe maybe it doesn't. I mean, does it? Does it even get? How hot was it when you went out there? Oh, we were there at a good time, like January, so it was great. Oh, I you, no, but – oh, that's right. I went in January. Duh. Yeah. I was thinking you went way after me. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, we were like first week of February maybe, like end of January, first week of February, and it was beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, I actually had some cloudy days, which I was happy with, and some rain. Yeah. But uh, It was I between mean, 70 and 80 every day. Yeah, golfing, it was like 76 degrees and yeah. a light breeze. Yeah. And it was like, this is wonderful. That's where I saw the – the alligator or the crocodile, whichever, mm-hmm. whichever one mm-hmm. it is. Gator, most likely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Florida gators. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, whew. all right. Well, good question. Uh, Thank you. I, I, I am very disappointed in Harbaugh. Oh, it's it's one of those stats when you throw one, it out there and look at man. it. It's like, boy, he just so he never beats Ohio State. He never no. beats Penn State. He no, never... he, he destroyed Penn State this but year. They but they weren't that, ranked. They weren't. They were ranked, but they were ranked very lowly. And it was, okay. Um, Trace, Mc, Trace McSorley just came injured his game the week yeah. or injured his knee the week before. Be interesting to see what find out what his record is uh, for any ranked teams not in the top ten. You know, that's a good question. Maybe just I mean, against top twenty-five opponents. You mean eleven? Yeah, eleven to twenty-five. What's his record against top twenty-five? Yeah, you can Any, probably find that out. If anybody out there knows the answer, call the show nine two nine four seven seven three two zero. Yeah, I thought we might get a caller today, but uh, Joanna's uh, cousin. Yeah, John. I oh, thought he might give time. us a call. Yeah, there is. A good 45 yeah, John. Left. If you're out there, give us a call. We'll talk Rangers baseball, whatever you guys want to talk. 
there's still baseball in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> They've been pretty good this year, kind of actually. Actually, yeah, I think they're second or third. Yeah, they're right in the wild card race for sure. Yeah, it'd be nice if they can. Boy, they They've can... had a couple of players really come have nice comeback years, like Mike Miner. All we. That guy's always been good, though. It's just like every year that guy is there. You think but he's been A. healthy, too. So. Yeah. Who, was he the A? The third A? Who were the three A's? Because they had, they had Hudson. And he was great. And they had Zito. He started out great. And then he became mm-hmm. iffy. And Mulder. Oh, Mulder was the other one. Yeah. Okay. Tim Mulder? Mark Mulder. Mark Mulder. You should remember that one. Why? Because that's your name. Well, yeah, but, I, but he wasn't a good. He, I, that doesn't mean I'm gonna remember. If I didn't that was like Tr- that was like Trump's response today. Did you see the the family? The Which woman, family? So she said her family had been killed by ISIS, and he said, oh. "So where are they now?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jeez, Christmas. Um. All right. So let's uh, let's take a peek at the dynasty draft here. Uh, I'm sure it'll take a little time to get us through here. So first round, first pick, that was me. Yes, I got last place in my in my league. Uh, so I got the first overall pick, and there wasn't a lot of question in my mind. I really came down to two players. It was either going to be David Montgomery for the Bears, knowing how uh, I love the system that Nagy has up there. I think Trubinsky is going to take another big step forward. I think they got a strong offensive line, and they've got some – good receivers and especially if Kevin White comes back healthy that that they could they could have a, a good spot for him now that they got rid of Howard. I mean there's not really any competition, you know, he's going to get those carries and Cohen will stay who he is, the 100 carries, 100 touch, 100 carries, 100 catches guy. He's been for like 2 or 3 years. So there's plenty of room for uh Montgomery to carve himself out a nice a nice big hole there. But I felt like uh the Raiders had no competition at all that this guy should undisputed as a rookie start getting all the carries. So I, I, I think he'll, he'll, cer- he'll certainly be the first and second down back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, you know, depending on how much development he has come along with in the passing game, like I don't know if he's a good blocker. I don't know if he can catch. I've heard right now he's not really thought of as a third down back. Yeah, okay. Right. No, no, so Because they have, like Jalen Richard is an old, you know, is a, Good old veteran and he's a great receiver out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. So he'll, but still, you know, I think he'll have some fantasy relevance as a rookie. You know, he's going to get some touchdowns. He's going to get some hundred yard games. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and like I said, really for me, those guys were kind of interchangeable. It was just about if I, cause I think I'm set and I'll, I'll tell everybody what my, my, my lineup, uh, but I really feel like I've got a lot of starters and a lot of starters that aren't sharing many carries in, in the dynasty league. So but, you know, Brian would say this every time you ask him, there's no such thing as having enough running backs, right? I mean, right. That's, that's always the, the, the issue is that you never know when they're going to go down, how many of them are going to go down, how many top 10 every year don't looked, end up in yeah, the top 10. that happened to me last year. I looked to have a great duo, and then basically they were both down for the whole year, Ajayi and Fournette. You know, yeah. they, they were – that was oh, like a Fournette pretty good duo. Fournette was terrible. I mean, yeah. it's just I – mean, yeah, and who was your other one? Ajayi. Oh, he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oof. Early on here in pain. No, thank goodness I had Philip Lindsay. Yeah. That was probably oh. the best pick of the draft, man. And so he uh, you know, he was able to step it up. I was able to piecemeal that sec my four string running back together with a combination of like Chris Thompson from the Redskins, who he actually got hurt eventually after about four games. Right. Yeah. So he, he, he kinda caught fire, didn't he? 
Yeah, he was great at the beginning of the yeah, season. He had I a couple of some nice some games. huge games. Yeah. But, so uh, I was down to my fifth string running back by week five. So I was, and I made the playoffs. Crazy. So, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, Lindsey, huge. I mean, dude, yeah. uh, your your fourth string running back did better than my first. So, uh-huh. uh, but then again, I didn't take a running back till the fourth or fifth round, something like that. Yeah, but my first so, string was terrible. So that's that's the brutal part. So in Dynasty, the starting running backs I have are Chris Carson from Seattle, Devontae Freeman from Atlanta, David Johnson from Arizona, and Damian Williams from Kansas City. So all four of those guys are starters, and only one of them has really got serious competition. That would be Carson. Him and Penny could split the carries, but they did that last year, and they both had fantastic years. But that's going to be a running heavy team. Yeah. Again. And my guess would be they'll be a successful team because yeah. of good defense and uh, and Russell. Yeah, and Russell's always a, a nice. You know, that means you got a good running game and you've got a scrambling quarterback who is not a run first guy, but he can run. He is just a competitor, though. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he, that guy can grind out games all on his own, man. Oh, I think and, up to last year with uh, Mahomes, that wasn't he the top quarterback fantasy point getter for like two or three years? He was the top was point the year getter before. a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah, I mean, like two years before that was actually Matt Ryan. I okay, think. yeah, okay, because he had that just that. I that just know crazy one or two of those years, I, I know that he was the top fantasy point getter. He was, and I, I was like, it, yeah. it didn't kind of hit me until I started looking at the games and broke them down, going, "Holy, he really did do that." Yeah, yeah, he was he was an underrated player for yeah. a long time, for a long time. Um, so then now the second pick in our nice draft went to, how do you pronounce his name? Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry. Okay. Yeah, Nikhil Harry. Yeah. So this is the guy that's going to take over for, uh, uh, well, who was the guy that, the, at the, the time, white, the Josh Gordon was the guy that was going to be there. Wasn't he? Oh, well, yeah. Josh Gordon with his suspension. I was thinking about the guy that left the team. Um, Amendola. Yeah. Oh yeah. I right. Amendola slot, but he probably um, is. He probably is the slot guy. And eventually Edelman. Right, yeah. when retires in a few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do you think about that pick? I mean, I, I, everything I read was Brady's time is so in, so in question that you really don't know what you're going to have after that. And if this guy is going to, you know, like is, 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 is the new quarterback going to love the same routes and passes that Brady does? Probably not. I think it's, it's not going to matter. If Belichick stays, which I think he will, He's going to want to prove his legacy and it's going to be whatever quarterback you give me, or, you know, it'll, it'll be have to fit his system, but he'll be able to bring in somebody that you didn't think would work and it's going to work for him. Then they, then they draft a late quarterback again. Yeah. Jared Stidham, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And they loved him. I mean, like they, they, they they know what they like. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and they know how to find it. And, he's just uh, an epic game planner, and he knows how to get a quarterback to win. You know, perfect. Well, and he, yeah, he's, he's just amazing. It, and it, the talent evaluation up there is just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I, that's really what it it's just. Down it's to. the right. It's evaluating the talent that fits their system, though. Yeah, more than anything, I think. You know, you can always. Anybody can tell if a guy's got talent or not just by watching him play. But, but I mean, knowing that they'll that this guy who other people don't really value will yeah. work for you because you're just going to have him do this. And I feel like they do that more than anybody else. They have a lot, yeah. of, a lot of things where it's like, oh, you just do that. And they'll know when they see you that we're doing that, but it won't matter because we'll have already beat down and opened up the holes we're looking for. I, you know? I also think a lot of teams limit themselves on for, you know, for it's hard to say whether it's fortunately or unfortunately, but on character guys, you know, because, 
hey, I don't want to have those outside headaches. You know, I don't want to have guys that I, you know, are going to jail or getting in trouble or out at the nightclubs all the time or right. whatever, you know. Um, so they don't want to deal with those headaches, so they draft just character guys. So sometimes that limits you with the talent pool, you know. Um, you know, teams like Kansas City, is they've taken some risks with, you know, mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill and, uh, you know, it's paid off for them in the short term, you know, because it's about talent as we know. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, number three was the aforementioned David Montgomery to the bears. So JP, just based on your college, like career to these guys, what order would you have taken those three or do you agree with that order? Um, I like the order. I would have took Jacobs first because he's your first, uh, first and second down back. And he's going to be your bruiser. And with the town of um, Antonio Brown there right now. And um, uh, who was my big pickup at their tight end position off the top of my head here? That's just, yeah, Cook, I'm sorry. Uh, they've got some really big room for that kid to run the ball. And he was a second-string running back, really, on depth charts before Alabama started the season last year. And he emerged as the starter. He took over the position. So I, yeah. I really like Josh Jacobs as the one. But you can't go wrong with any of those guys, in my opinion. Yeah, there just there wasn't going to be a lot of opportunities for rookie running backs this year. Right. So that's that was a big part of this remark, I would imagine, is hey, there's a guy that's got an oppor- opportunity. Right. He's got a huge opportunity out there, and that's one of the things. Yeah. That's why that's why I love the pick that the Raiders made with him because they looked at a kid that's going they can bring in there. He's got the size, he's got the speed, he's got the talent level and the work ethic to actually step in there and be a rookie. Yeah, because really you're probably only going to see six of these guys will even see the field. Yeah. Right. You know. Or at least enough to actually start. To make an impact. Yeah. Yeah, To fantasy impact. I'm not necessarily planning to start Jacobs, but like I said, I think I have like, I think this now gives me six starting running backs, technically. Mm -hmm. That's good to have that. But yeah, it's Mm -hmm. never, never enough. And it's like, hey, if I can go four running backs a few weeks, I'll do four running backs for a few weeks. And then, uh, you know, then if injuries creep in, I can throw in the run, the wide receivers. But yep. uh, When we start, what, three and three and uh, is it, no, or is it two and two and one? I can't remember. Wait, what? What's the question? Uh, oh, oh, uh, one quarterback. Uh huh. Two running backs. So it's two, two, one, and one. Yeah, yeah. It's two receivers, I believe, as well. Or is it three? That's what I don't remember. I think it's three. I think it is three. And then and like there's two, a, two slots. Two, two, two flex. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, number four, T.J. Hawkinson. I was a little surprised he went that early. I wasn't. I would have considered him number one. Who uh, do He's I know? The most impact of a rookie. Do I know who? And t- tight end is thin in fantasy. Do I know who took this guy? Who who in the league took him? Do you remember? Who's the fourth pick? I have to look. I, just uh, it, it'd be funny if, if if I knew who actually took him. Um, I don't think it's too early. I think he's an outstanding tight end. Yeah. Make no mistake about it. Absolutely. Um, the fifth pick with Miles Sanders on a Penn State. I question that one a little bit because of the depth that the Eagles have at running mm-hmm. back. That one is a little bit of a stretch for me, even though. But who knows if he emer- he could emerge he could. too. He could. You never know. I mean, they were willing to give everybody a chance last year, you know, and, and they, they really did. did. They cycled <laughs> through all of them, right? They, they did. You never knew who to start for them. Yeah. Week so, to week. yeah. I don't know. So it was it was uh, downtown. I don't remember. I don't remember. What, I don't remember which team that is. Downtown. Mm. Downtown Julie Brown. Is that Corey? No, he's 
it hurts if I eifert. Oh, that's right. <laughs> or when I eifert. Um, no, I don't remember. Yeah, so Miles Sanders running back for Philly. He's in that crowded backfield. Yes. Um, next pick, Marquise Brown, which is the second receiver taken. Uh, yep. Went to the Ravens. Well, now, where did he play college ball? Do Ole, we know? Ole Miss. Ole Miss, okay. I like this kid a lot. I yeah. just don't know how much Lamar is going to be able to get him the ball. Yeah. That's the problem. I'm concerned him. about Lamar as well. I mean, I just don't know if he can pass the ball. He doesn't look like he could really pass last year. And that was the thing. His running kind of got him out of trouble, and he, yeah. he made a throw when he had to. Yeah, he, he throws on the run pretty well. Yeah. Uh, but boy, they're gonna have to get him out of the pocket and yes. to have any. They're gonna success. have to find a, a ways to move him around. Yeah, they're gonna a whole have to heck get, of a lot. They're gonna have to get creative for yeah. sure. Um, and I'm not sure Marquise fits in that system because the quarterback he was playing with at Ole Miss was more of your drop back pro type passer, mm-hmm. and that's why um, uh, DK Metcalf up in Seattle, the other guy on the other side of Ole Miss. That's the receiver oh, is one yeah. of my favorite picks out of I've seen all, up here. We'll get to him that, in a minute. Yeah, that yeah. guy is a stud, and I, I think he'll fit right in up there, but we'll get to him in a second. So Daryl Henderson was the next pick. Um, well, we don't know what's going on with Gurley. So. That's so true. That's the other thing. This guy could make an impact this year. If he could. Gur- if Gurley's done or – it's just an odd situation with him. Who well, knows what could happen? Look what C.J. Anderson did coming in in the playoffs. He, I mean, could he ran the, like a freaking monster. He could be the best value <laughs> in the draft, too, though. You know, who knows? He yeah, could be. Like, what's going on with Gurley? I mean, it's it's one thing to, like, not want to let the rest, of the rest of the league know exactly how your guy's doing. But it seems like they're trying to not say his name. What's going on? I don't know. That's weird. That's a good point because you're right. They don't like to say his name that much, especially when they were in the playoffs and then CJ was getting the carries and making the yards. They were very shying away. And they didn't start. I I just think the mastermind here has got something to his advantage and he is going to use it. Is that that, uh, uh, the new, uh, what's they called it? They say that his tree is the most, the McVeigh or whatever. McVeigh. Yeah, the most valuable coaching tree in, in football right now. I, I just I have a feeling he's going to play this card as long as he can. I think Gurley's going to be just as productive as he's always been. He's still very young, uh, you know, as long as he's not hurt. You know, if it comes out that he's hurt, then, you know. Yeah, because there could be an underlying mask situation here kind of like you know going to the nba with him be you know is he eating right or is he have all these other things wrong with him so you just don't know but they got a couple other guys there in la i know malcolm brown's still there and they i can't remember the other running back but anyway that's just another you know guy with some upside uh samuel debo is the next pick which i was ecstatic about because i had the pick after that and the guy i wanted i really thought was going to go there which was kyler murray um I thought I got pretty good value considering. I can't believe he went that late. Yeah. That's surprising. Yeah. I th- you know, it just goes to show you that unlike me, most teams already have three deep at quarterback. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I don't need a quarterback. For me, it was perfect. I was like, I yeah. definitely need a quarterback. I threw all my eggs in the Kirk Cousins basket last year. And he was <laughs> amazing was for start, the first, first yeah. like third of the season. Exactly. And then just 
crap after well, that. Well, you remember watching crap. that game against the Rams and you and I, because I had like, I had, uh, I had, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, who's the star? Uh, Cup. Cup, yeah. And I had uh, somebody else I had. Yeah, and but then, they were, it was like had Rudolph 48 and, to 45 or something. I remember yeah. every five seconds you and I were going, yeah. Yeah. And it was <laughs> like, dude, I'm up to like 70 points with two players. Yeah. That was before the injury bug wiped my team out. But yeah, I got Kyler Murray going that late. Uh, and who are your other quarterbacks besides? Uh, yeah. Well, so, okay. So I, my starting quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Then I have Keith Keenum. So, eh, not great. Is he is he a starter in Washington? He or? is the starter as of right now. As, unless, as of right now, unless Haskins unseats him, which is highly uh, possible. Highly possible. Yep. Week four. <laughs> yep. Highly possible. Um, and then I got Josh Rosen. So really, pretty thin at You're quarterback. Thin. Yeah. So I had to get Kyler. I that, felt that, like that's a good pick. Yeah. For you. That is a good pick. Rosen for me. just, boy. Who knows, right? Who knows? He went to a bad system with bad offensive line, and he was never really given a shot in my eyes. There was in Arizona. there was no cohesion on that team. Last None year. whatsoever. Yeah. And you could see it during the Broncos. Yeah, game, he was I, not, That's one of the games I watched. He was not given a fair shake. No, he wasn't given a fair yeah. shake at all. He was not the right person to be playing yeah. behind an offensive. Now, unfortunately, in Miami, he doesn't have a lot of talent around him. He, he doesn't. So He's, that's going to make things tough again for him. It is. But if he can make some strides this year, I think he could be a good quarterback in two years. Yeah. So we'll see. He needs to improve. Yep. Yep. Um, no. But yeah. But I mean, you guys understand that's why I took him. Obviously, yeah. I needed you to needed get some somebody. depth. I needed need, to get you, some depth. You needed, a, you needed a depth, and you needed a name. Yeah. And I think yeah. And I think Cousins, you know, will do his part again this year. He'll be yeah. a little better. Uh, he's got a few more weapons and such. And but Minnesota was banked up last year too. Yeah, they were. They were a little bit better team this year. So. Yep. Uh, moving on, Miko Hardman was the next pick. Um, I don't know a whole lot about him. I can't say I don't know a whole lot about and him then either. DK Metcalf, which I, is who we talked about. I earlier. think this guy's a stud, man. If you look at him and it's if just GP, physique if, size. If GP doesn't know the player you're taking, who are you <laughs> taking in the first round? Yeah, right. I mean, this guy looks like Nicole a freaking Hardman. bodybuilder, DK Metcalf. Oh, you, yeah. You put him in wide. You put him up there with that running game and have yeah. Russell Wilson have a target to throw to that yeah. big. If the guy can around. run routes, he could be a he could And be he's nasty. a good route runner. He's yeah. A, uh, Ole Miss didn't have a defense this year. Yeah. They were hard on defense, but they could throw the ball all over the field. Yeah, they must. Two two receivers in the first round there. Yeah. Um, so quickly moving along here, I, in the interest of the show and everything else, I don't want to get stuck on this forever. Uh, Noah Fant, the second tight end taken. Uh, obviously we know his upside. He's yep. probably going to be the starter here, yep. um, you know, in Denver and, uh, they're going to be thrown to him a lot. So I also think that's a great pick. Yeah. Um, I, I like the pick. I didn't like the pick overall for, for the Broncos when they picked them. Yeah. I thought they could have got the kid with... from Alabama at, yeah. a, a I think it's a linebacker, the linebacker. No, the, the oh. tight end from Alabama. Oh, they, the tight that, end. That's huge. The, tight the end. Vikings got. Yes. Yes. Irv. Yes. Um, I thought they could have got him. I'll go with the next one here. J.J. Arcia Whiteside, the mm-hmm. kid from Stanford that got mm-hmm. drafted by the Eagles. They've got a lot of wide receivers down there, too, right now, with picking up Deshaun Jackson and keeping everybody that, that they have. Is that Brian's pick? Um, J.J. Whiteside? Yes. Yeah. And I so figured it, it was an Eagle. Yeah, I was going to say, it's it's a tough one for me. Just be, I think his upside in two years is going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm not sure how much playing time he's going to – or production he might see this year. No, sure. no, remember this is a dynasty draft. It is, and it you're is. talking about a team that, and he was in the championship. Yeah, 
So, so it, it's why a, not build for the it, future? It's a good overall pick for the future in a dynasty draft, but this year you, you, he's just not going to see much of the field. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Sure, bar an injury. Yes. Yeah, but I think it's I think it's a good depth yeah. pick. Yeah, it's a, it's a good pick. if that is Brian. It's it, it yeah. is his. I mean, that's really, a good pick. You know, you're going to have Carson throwing. Yeah. you know, for a number of years. Yeah, I guess it, it's good to know a little context around these picks, right? Because right. That was the situation. He was the winner of the league. Yeah, so. oh, second place. Or second place. But So the winner of the league was Mike. Now, I traded with Mike. I gave up Joe Mixon, and I gave up Sterling Shepard. And for that, I got Jameis Winston, his first-round pick, which is pick 14, Chris Carson, and uh, Mike Williams from the Chargers. So uh, that's how why I have two picks in a row now coming up. Now, I was so bummed that Noah Fant didn't fall. I thought right. when he got to that pick, I thought, oh, man, just give me two other, you know, have him just take running back. Anderson would have taken him, though. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's you, true. You, you don't know. So you, I mean, can a- just, you can ask him, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I was, yeah. just, I was just hoping against hope because I thought, man, if I could have gotten Josh Jacobs and a tight end yeah. and then picked up a, and then I would have picked up a quarterback probably, but um, in my next pick, uh, I actually deferred to you because you talked to me into kind of the, the Vikings uh, tight end. I really need a tight end. I had Tyler Eifert. He went down. I had uh, Hunter Henry. He was out before the season started. Uh, so I was doing just piecemeal all year. And I'm hoping to get Hunter Henry back for at least a decent uh, – I'm hoping for 45 catches and 600 yards and mm-hmm. four touchdowns, something like that, you know, just enough to be startable, you know, for, for a lower-end position. Uh, Eifert? Well, I don't have Eifert anymore. Oh. Um, I, I'm, af- I'm just afraid his, his wheels are going to be gone. And uh, – or he's probably he's – he's a free agent. I mean, no one picks mm-hmm. him up because he's just he's just nothing. Beat up, yeah. Um, but uh, you talked me into uh, Irv Smith Jr. I was very close to taking um, A.J. Brown with my first-round pick in the second round. So what I did at the end of the first round was uh, I was thinking quarterback tight end because I, I kind of need quarterback too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was reading this article – and this guy literally said Paris Campbell should be the first pick off the draft uh, of the board uh, for a dynasty draft. He said yeah. in two years he is going to be the primary distance target, if not sooner, for Andrew Luck for six to seven years. And yeah, like, he's already be... fighting for slot, so he's going to be a he'll be a yeah. player. So I snagged him. I'm like, you know what? I'm not just really drafting for this year. I'm drafting for long term. And so yeah. I felt like. I have Josh Jacobs should be a no-doubt starter for a few years. Campbell should be a no-doubt deep option for a few years. We'll see. I mean, of course, things can unravel quickly. Yeah, and Irv, you know, I mean, they did sign Rudolph to a, a deal, but I just, you know, they're going to – they throw to the tight end. So, yeah, they, it's a they short do. deal. They do. I mean, really. And how old is Rudolph right now? Uh, 29, 29 gonna maybe? I think he's 28, 29. I thought he was getting close to 30. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But he's still definitely going to be the target. But you know, Oh, yeah. But, yeah, two tight end sets when you have a nice running back. Is he's going to be a like nice goal line option oh, yeah. for the Vikings, Irv is. And I'll, bet this, you he gets, I'll bet you he gets four touchdowns. This kid could catch, too, oh, as yeah. a tight end. He's oh, a really yeah. good uh, pass catcher and route runner. Yeah. I mean, really, he's definitely the third best tight end in the draft so if that's what you needed you got him good value yeah i mean hopefully i i I feel like i shored up all three of my skill positions yeah you know so the next three picks were all running backs it was damian harris uh from the pats bruce anderson from buccaneers and then alexander madison from the vikings so who do you like best um i don't know much about any of them 
but I like Madison the best just for the fact that, that Delvin Cook gets hurt so often. That Madison's probably the next guy in line there, really, uh, especially early in the season because they have uh, their other running back suspended for the first three games. I was going to so. say, it, he is suspended. And yeah. Dalvin, you, you can't count on Dalvin Cook right now. And who is Is that Latavis? Or? No, Rock Hudson or something. I can't remember his Rock name. Rock Hudson? Hudson? Something like that. <laughs> Tell him I love his movies. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember the guy. Rock Thompson, maybe. I can't remember. But, you know, it's 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 a good pick just because of the uncertainty of Dalvin Cook. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the Vikings are going to be a good offense. So that's there's some upside there. Uh, the next tight end or the next pick was Jace Sternberger. I don't know anything about him, JP. Do you? Uh, tight end, Jace Sternberger. Sternberger, Sternberger, Sternberger. Got an SEC guy. Sure, the name rings a really big bell, and I can't off the top of my head remember that much about him. Um, I know you probably – so A.J. Brown was the next pick. I don't know much about him, but Andy no, Isabella. A. Brown, he's a good receiver. I was, gonna, I was considering taking him. Another oh, good yeah. receiver. Yeah. yeah. That guy has, like, got no love because of who, – who's the top guy? Um I, the Nikhil Harry or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. This guy was getting like no attention, but they were talking about it. he's got like the second best hands in route running yeah. in the draft. So AJ Brown. Okay. Well, there you go. You heard it first year on the sports <laughs> offensive. Yeah. Um, Andy Isabella is another guy I kind of like. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if Kyler is able to come out and do some things, I think you'll, you'll see Isabella be a successful receiver two to three years down the road. Well, and you know, Larry Fitzgerald has got to be getting close. I yeah, mean, this is his last year. Yeah. He keeps saying that. Yeah, <laughs> he does, but he, you're right. Uh, next few picks are all running backs as well. Yeah. Justice Hill. I took Bryce Love. Uh, I thought that was good value in the second round. It's, I, it's good value. I, but I, there's he's stuck behind a pretty big stable there, too. So. He, he is, and there is ever since he was right up there for the Heisman and he got hurt, yeah. there is so many questions about his stamina and his health right now. It's yep. a hard one. It, it's not a bad I, futures pick. It's not a bad futures pick. I needed depth at running back. I did consider taking Dwayne Haskins or Drew Locke there mm-hmm. and just loading up on QB. Right. <laughs> You know, but uh, I decided to go with the running back. And so, yeah, I like that pick. Um, Of course, Devin Singletary, I believe he's a running back, right? And then uh, Dwayne Haskins finally goes there. I'm I'm surprised Dwayne went that low, knowing what the Reds have. Yeah, I am too. And the position of of just – he, he could be what, very yeah. successful this year. He could be coming in very quick. And within two games, three games. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Uh, so that's a nice pick for someone there. Uh, Darwin Thompson, the next running back off the board. Deontay Johnson, um, rounding out the first round. Hakeem Butler, wide receiver for the Cardinals. Good and then, pick there. Good pick there. That was Brian. So yeah. that was a nice yeah. pick. I no, like that, that was too. Mike, wasn't it? Oh, was that Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. I think. Um, I just threw my last pick on there because that was the first pick of the next round. Yeah. And I did grab Drew Locke. So at least I got a Bronco that I can kind of right. – uh, you know, I got him and Cortland Sutton. So, you know, I mean, who knows? Two years from now, maybe those two that are could a, be the an tandem. amazing combination. It, it could be. It so. really could be. I mean, how much? I mean, how much faith are we going to put in Joe Flacco right now? You know, going into the next I mean, two seasons. If you had seen what I had written about him in text messages last year, you'd realize how nervous I am about him being their starter. Because <laughs> I remember I was, you know, we were we were all watching that one Monday night game, and he had just a disaster. I mean, he hmm. threw like 
three picks in the first quarter or something like that. I mean, I don't know why people think he's going to be so different. We know who Joe Flacco is. We do. Which is very marginal. Yeah, he's a marginal quarterback. He's yeah. probably top 20 in the now, league, I guess top 20, top 25. The hope of the Broncos is we feel like we've had far below mediocre quarterbacks, and maybe just a mediocre guy is enough if the, defense, if the defense is able to do what they did a couple of years ago, yeah, that is going to be enough to at least get yeah. them to the playoffs. Right. They they can sneak a few wins in on the road, you know. Um, he's a veteran guy. He's probably going to make less mistakes than he typically, you know, right. than the young guy well, is going to make. So, hope. yeah, you would we hope. Thought, we thought that with Castle, but or not uh, uh, with yeah. uh, not Hat, Cat, uh, who? Keenum. Keenum. Yeah. 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 No, you did for sure. Jesus, he threw a lot of picks. Hey, you the know? Vikings knew what they were doing. Yeah, they, they got rid of him. They clearly. Did. They got clearly rid of him for the reason, you know. The guy had a run, good run, but when oh, the, and, and, and those the playoffs, he was like maybe Sad Bradford, <laughs> maybe if we can get him healthy, maybe or Teddy, or Teddy, yeah. So they could have played Teddy. Probably should have, but uh, anyway. Um, Ooh. So you know, a fun. Yeah, that that probably gonna hit you. <laughs> 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 I loaded that up. So, um, but. Uh, Anyway, it, it's been a fun draft. It's been a fun experience doing a dynasty league. Um, and the fact you're doing it over email, I think, is yeah. pretty interesting too. Yeah, you know, because well, I never asked you how you guys are actually it's just doing an email it. Email alert, it's, right? You go onto the website and, and then you, you, you take your player. So I, I forgot to ask you guys how you're actually pulling it off. Yeah, our, our league guys really stem so our fantasy fanatics league that the three of us are a part yeah. of. I'm the commissioner. Has been going on. This is going to be our 15th year, I believe. Yeah, and so. This league stems from the year before I started this league. I was in a league where there was no technology, none, right. <laughs> none at all. I mean, he did things on his computer, his laptop, as far as spreadsheets. Right. But the commissioner, he did everything manually. He would go to the oh newspaper or, you know, a website and just copy in all the points. So you didn't know your results oh. until the next oh. day. I remember, you I did, could I like, for basketball. I mean, you knew because you knew what the points were. Yeah. So if you went in and looked at the stats, you could figure it out. But you get an uh, idea. Yeah, you yeah. get an idea. So you knew you were in a close matchup. It was definitely a nail biter. But I mean, you know, you waited until the email from Kenny, you know, and uh, that's the funny thing is that's the guy that was in your office the other day. Oh, really? He was the guy that was the commissioner of that league. Ken Groth. Awesome. Uh, and it was all, yeah, all done on paper and, and through email, man. So that right. shows how old we are. But um, really a lot of fun fantasy football, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it is. 15 years running, man. I, I'm just really proud to have uh, our good group of our fellas staying together to be able to make something like that happen. It's so cool. And I you think know? we still have half the original members. Yeah. Because so you, me, Chavez, Chi-Town, that's four. Yeah. Um, Pete. is that it? No, Pete. Pete's still in it. Yeah. So he was there from year one. Yeah. So that gives us five. Yeah. And, that, and it was a ten man league to start. I think right? it, so, it was a ten. It's yeah. still a ten man no, league. Twelve. Oh, what's a twelve this it year? 12, That's yeah. right. So we had ten. But you were you there the original year? I was there. I think the original year. Yeah. Then I, then I moved to Vale yes. for one year. Then yeah. I then I went to PA and I was going to say I dropped you started. Out of it. Yeah. yeah. And then then you guys brought me back in. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> 
So we brought you back in twice? Yeah, no, you brought me in, I think, right off the original. And then when I moved to Vail, I did one more year. Yeah. And then I moved. I went to yeah, PA so where yes. I went to the, the answer Iron is Pick. yes. Okay, so yeah. then then when I came back, I think you guys were like, hey, yeah. come on back in the league. Yeah, yeah, we were. Uh, I know we had Rusty. Yep. We had Heather. We had Becky and David. Yep. I know all three of them are gone. Yeah, but none of them were originals. Well, they weren't? No. Heather was. No, she was second year. Really? Yeah. Boy, I thought she was there from the start. No. Either way, it's still pretty. Gone. It's still pretty cool how many of the people we have involved yeah. with it. So it makes it makes fun. Um, you guys should discuss who I should take with my my current pick. I got to go to the restroom. I can't. Hold it. <laughs> so I'll be back in a second. Oh, okay, so you're on the clock. <laughs> He's right on the now. clock right now. And who's like who's best available, basically, huh? Oh yeah, I suppose I could. Um, man, so I guess you would have to look at Mark's roster too. You Which know, he's, like, he's loaded at running backs, right? Yeah, sounds like it anyway. Um, you what? What uh, are you on ESPN or CBS Sports or which? No, are you so we have some sort of custom deal. It's called oh, wow. MyFantasyLeague.com. dot com. Oh, okay. Uh, there's all sorts of deals going on there. It's like uh. They have pick'em pools, yeah. loser pools, winner pools. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. Actually, um, it's it's like a custom one. Yeah. it's actually. I'll be honest with you, it's not my favorite. Right. Um, and in fact, I think everybody in the league would tell you that. Okay. Um, it's supposed to be user friendly. I mean, we have all these options like an email draft and, yeah. and things like that. So the technology is definitely there. But it's a kind of like almost like a. It's weird to look at. Okay. You know, and so it's kind of a little bit all over the map right right you know it's not uh organized well i gotcha if that makes sense what means to say the format sucks the <laughs> format is, so yeah mark can give his opinion on oh, it dude, but this, <laughs> this website and app are terrible the app is better than the website yeah. the website is absolute joke all right so i'll give you guys the top five by rank that are still available and what, what what's your need right now mark so i'll read you my team real quick okay yeah that's um so i've got uh, Where's my – is it roster? See, when you do roster, it sucks because then it gives you, like, every team's roster. Um, okay, so at quarterback, I have Jameis Winston, Drew Locke, Lamar Jackson, and Jane, and Josh Allen. Okay. So I've got a lot of – I've got three young guys and one guy who could be hopefully having a resurgence year with the brand-new um, uh, right. coaching staff in, right. in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa. Uh, running back, I've got Devontae Freeman, Chris Carson – David Johnson, Damian Williams, Josh Jacobs, and Ito Smith. Okay. I also have Isaiah Kroll on injured reserve, but who knows if he's even going to ever come back. That's true. Um, wide receiver, I have Paris Campbell, Kiki Kute, uh, Rashard Higgins, Christian Kirk, Cooper Cup, Anthony Miller, Cortland Sutton, Trent Taylor, and Mike Williams. Mm. Tight end, I have Henry Hunter, Chris Herndon, Matt Lacoste, and uh, 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 Smith Smith Jr. Jr. And then I don't even have a kicker or a defense right now. Well, I would would say you're thin, a little thin at tight end. Yeah. But boy, other than, I mean, I, at this point you're just taking best available, aren't you? Who's your best five available there? If there's a good tight end, I would take. Yeah. So I don't JP, you have to chime in and tell us if you know any of these players. So, I'll give you the top five by rank, and I can do the top five by average draft position if you want. That's totally two different things. 
Um, so we've got Drew Sample, tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals at 410. Zach Gentry, tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, then we've got Andrew Beck, tight end for the New, New England Patriots. Uh, then it goes to Tony Pollard, running back for Dallas Cowboys. And then it's Dexter Williams, running back for the Green Bay Packers. Wow. Uh, Do you know any of those guys? Um, that's pretty far down the line. It's down the line. I, I know Pollard a little bit, yeah. but you already have too many running backs. Yeah, you know, Andrew Beck, you say for for Patriots? Yeah, I mean that's probably my. my I was gonna say you, you got to replace need tight Gronk. end, so you've got three of them there to pick yeah. from, and, now, and you're looking to replace a guy like Gronk because you know Brady loved to throw to Gronk. Right. Yeah, he used to throw, well, he used to throw to Gronk. So ADP Pollard is number one actually. Yeah, that's I, that was your who, guy. That was news Pollard. He's the running back for the Cowboys. Oh, so he'll probably be the backup. He'll be the backup. Yeah. He'll be Ezekiel's backup? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that might not be a bad idea. Is he good? I don't know. I, well, I'm asking, I mean, yeah, is, I, is he coming out of college right now? Or? He's he's a good backup. I you got to look at, at Zeke right now because they're not, they don't want to, Dak's not going to take the hometown discount. We already know that. We talked about mm-hmm. that last week. So they're going to pay Zeke the money, and they're going to want Zeke to have a majority of those carries. But can Zeke stay out of trouble? Is really what it comes down to sometimes. Right. Yeah. I mean, he just got caught right. pushing a security guard in Vegas right. again two or three weeks ago, which it, it leading would, to nothing. Would Pollard but. become a starter, or would he just be a fill-in? I'd, he'd be a fill-in. It'd be another one I of those. Him, it, it'd be another. He would be a first, second down guy, probably. Yeah, he'd be another guy like in Philly, where third down guy. Yeah, where so they so have I'm, they have another couple running backs they could use. Well, you're leaning towards Beck, then. I'll give you the round this out real quick so i don't know what your quarterback situation is but really there's only one more quarterback probably of any value and that's will greer i was gonna say if you say will greer i might just take will Greer. yeah and that's (laughs) carolina qb we know cam newton's still pretty good but he's getting down to the end of his career you know he could and he's still not if he continues to yeah, if he continues to get hurt, he could be done in a year. <laughs> and I've so. always liked Will Greer in the way I like Will Greer's arm. If his you arm want a strength. quarterback, yeah. I mean, that, I, there's no problem with me taking quarterbacks. Like I said, I got Drew Locke and Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. They're all young, and right. no one knows what any of them are going to do. Uh, Jameis Winston has not been good last year or the no, year before. Although, like I said, that there's a lot of optimism about who he's got coming in. As a there is, but he lost his speediest guy into Sean Jackson it's back oh, to the sure. Eagles. I mean, you still have Mike Evans. You, he still did. You know, he's and, a stud. And you and they traded away um, their other good tight ends yeah. to make room for is it Howard or uh, uh, I, I believe so. Yeah, that sounds that sounds. Yeah, I think Jordan so. Howard. Yeah, yeah, Jordan Howard. That and, sounds. Uh, right. They actually traded away Brait to open yeah, up yeah, a spot. That's who, yeah, yeah. So they obviously, obviously, they think there's something uh, big there. OJ Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but is is, is is Bruce gonna gel with Jameis though is, as a head coach and a quarterback though? That's the question I really that that one scares me a little bit because we know how Jameis is and we know how He's Bruce a head case. Yeah, we know how Bruce was in so, in Arizona. So if it was up to you, you'd go Greer. I would take Greer because I like right. the way I really. This is, this is nothing but depth pick. Yeah. So. I like the way Will um, has pocket presence. I like the way he's a gamer, and I like his arm, and I like his arm strength. He definitely has some Baker Mayfield in him. He definitely does. Yeah. Eh, what, what, what does it hurt? No, no one I'm drafting right now right. is going to be taking the field. So 
because if you if you look at Josh Allen, I mean Buffalo's on an up a little bit of an upswing, but you don't know what you're going to get with him, even though what they did to the, the Vikings last year. Um, <laughs> if you look at Lamar, we're not a hunt. Sorry, I, that wasn't meant as a jab, but yeah. no, I know you. <laughs> but that was that was the a win, weird the game. Win, the winless team that just yeah. took a that was the that was one of the weirdest games I've ever seen. The Buffalo that. game, yeah. yeah, that was one of the weirdest yeah. games I've ever seen. It was seen. weird. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, you got Super Lamar, weird. who he's not 100% proven right now. No, Dude, he didn't throw the ball hardly. He almost ran yeah. every play that he touched the ball in Baltimore. He didn't run. He didn't pass yeah. very much. But he won games. He did. That's yeah. the thing. He yeah. did win games. Well, he was okay fancy-wise. Now, but honestly, so did Josh, Vince Young. So. Josh yeah. Allen was a terrific fancy quarterback the last like, six He was. I almost, I, it was between him and Baker Mayfield. If, uh, I think they were both still on the table, and I chose Baker over Josh. No, he no, he played very well. I mean, by that time I was out of it, but uh, no, he played very well down the stretch. So a lot I of was like, a lot of it with him though was in his throwing. It was his legs. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I didn't know Josh Allen was that much of a runner. He oh is. yeah. Oh, okay. That's how he got all his fantasy points. That's it certainly exactly wasn't how he throwing. Got I don't I think was, he threw for more than two hundred yards once. It maybe? was all with his oh, legs. Wow. So and it was all touch. He ran for a lot of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I can't that's that. why I was really <laughs> concerned about him. I I don't think he's very good. I think he's going to struggle a lot. And he's they just don't have they don't talent. have any talent around him. They really yeah. don't. You know that team needs a lot of talent to, to help. I think out. McCoy's just, done, and I yeah. I would agree with you on that. Yeah, he, he is up there. He's over thirty now, right? They're going to need and somebody. They need, to they need a lot of help. Yeah, they need one of the young receivers to emerge. Yeah, I heard um, they might even like he might even be. Uh, McCoy might get let go. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise I mean, he's me. Just, he's just, yeah, he's just, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I didn't realize it. Yeah, so his numbers last year, uh, he had 169 completions, uh, 2,074 yards, 10 touchdowns, and 12 picks. He had 89 rush attempts for 631 yeah, yards and go. eight touchdowns. That's right? where you got yeah. all your fantasy points. So, yeah, yeah. That, well, you sure can't count on that. A no, time. no way. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, he's going to be – he might be fodder soon. Mm-hmm. But, well, Will Greer can take his place, and Lamar will be my backup, and Drew's my two years from now quarterback, and Jameis will be my captain this year. We'll see what happens with him. I'll just be praying for 200 points and, and – and survival. Um, <laughs> you never know. That offense could be really good. Right. In Tampa. I mean, they yeah. got a ton of talent. Those receivers, I mean, Evans imagine, is a heck of a imagine player. Imagine if Jones yeah. actually fucking came through as a, you know, like actually developed into a running back. Yeah. I mean, Deshaun just doesn't age. Deshaun Jackson. He's not there anymore. He's, he's in Philly Oh, now. he's back in Philly. He's back in Philly. Cool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, Car- Carson's got himself yeah. a speedster to go yeah. down the field. Yeah, he's got, he's, got a, he's got a real Tory. Yeah. He's got a Tory Smith that's better than a Tory Smith. Yeah, so. I just um, I think Tampa turns it around with Bruce there. I Off- sure at least offensively. I, I hope they would because Bruce yeah. is a great. Coach. At least offensively, you know, you you, you wouldn't want to see Bruce do poorly in it down there because he's a great coach. He always has. Yeah, been. Bruce will get butts in the seats too because they're will. gonna people are gonna watch that offense. They'll be I think they'll be very good. So Jameis has talent. We're down to about six minutes. Why don't we hit the uh, odds for NBA and odds for college football yeah. uh, before we run out of time here? Uh, so NBA, I mean, the the had to be uh, the uh, Warriors had to be like what, like plus one fifty or something, or plus seventy five. Uh, the, the the Warriors were right outside the Nuggets. This is off. I think in I, last year though. Oh, last year. This is off of Bovada as of. Um, last night, I think this is current odds off of Bovada. 
that I pulled it off because it, it was only a couple hours old when I pulled this out um, on, up and put it up there. But uh, of course, you we'll throw ten bucks on the Nuggets. Yeah, I mean they're not that far down there. Uh, everyone's looking at the Sixers right now. They love what the Sixers did, even though they lost Reddick and they and they lost Jimmy Butler, but they bring in Al Horford. Uh, mm-hmm. Tobias is coming back. They added size. And it's a variable that people think the Sixers can come out of the East. And I'm not trying to be the hometown favorite, but, you know, Giannis, he won the MVP. But the Bucks, the Bucks lost two key players to free agency, too. I, I think the Sixers are kind of like the Nuggets. You yeah. Know, they're like the Nuggets of the East. You know, they have a lot of pieces. They don't really have, like, that one stud. Mm-hmm. You know, but and, they've got a lot of really good young players. you got to remember. That, that's, it, what, that's what beat the Warriors this year. And they uh, – yeah, is it, it, this is a it good It took team. Kawhi with a, a a shot falling out of bounds and three <laughs> bounces around the rim to beat him. You're right. That, that was amazing to end the whole thing, right? Or, oh, yeah. That's that true. It. Yeah. I mean, if you, you could, I mean, the look on Embiid's face, I mean, the guy was in tears after, after that happened. It was just like, you just got beat on that shot. It's like, what can you do? Right. <laughs> Kawhi, Kawhi was, was magic pixie dust. Yeah. I mean, he just... You know, he was just it was he was a he was a chosen man that year. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was great with the Spurs, obviously, but he was just a chosen one last year. He, he was, was incredible. Yeah. yeah, and you know, there's there's some we have the look we have the the Rockets at 800. Or, I'm sorry, it was uh, plus the Clippers three, plus 350, though. Lakers plus five. There's some rumblings amongst the Lakers that they didn't get a real fair shot at Kawhi too. Um, there's been some with uh with, with the front office there. Um, there I've heard there was a, there was a. Someone did an article or read an article uh, early, early in the morning the other day, and I was I was half asleep, and I, I should have wrote it down, <laughs> quite frankly. But <laughs> there was some rumblings that the Lakers think they didn't get a fair shot at Kawhi. So, and I would say he that's didn't, probably he didn't, didn't want to go there after they were both there. Yeah, and he didn't he didn't want to go there. He wants to be the king of LA. Um, like I said, the Bucks are the Bucks. The Rockets did what they had to do, and you just keep going down. I, I right now. The Warriors, I think, were plus sixteen or eighteen hundred on here, and uh, obviously these are all, you know, I could have put the old ones on to compared to if, the ones that a couple couple of hours ago here. If Kawhi had gone to the Lakers, would they be plus seventy five? No, they'd be minus. Yeah, they'd be they'd minus. Be minus. Okay. Oh yeah, they'd, they'd be minus and all. Yes, it's actually minus to start a year. So what do you think the Warriors were last year? My, uh, minus five hundred. No, even money probably. They're probably even. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They they probably were interesting, yep. interesting. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking like, yeah, because if they have Kawhi, I'll bet it was Lakers. it oh was basically gosh. Warriors versus the field. Yeah, right. That, right. I mean, it had to be fifty right. fifty. Yeah, I, right. I would imagine. Yeah. Right. Now it, that's now, that's pretty much probably what it was. Yeah. And how about college? And college, you know, we're we're coming back down to another. Alabama Clemson match here. I, I hate saying it, but it, I mean, all signs <laughs> point to this. I, I just, there's no other way. And now Georgia is the big factor here. Cause if, if Alabama runs their table and Georgia now Florida can contend, Tennessee's going to get better. Um, but if, if they both run the table, they're going to meet in the SEC championship game again. So now it comes down to who's going to be there and who's actually you know, if whoever wins or loses gets their status in the college football playoff. Last year, we saw that Georgia probably belonged in there. Notre Dame probably didn't because they got shellacked. Yeah, they did. And, you know, it comes down to another – it comes down to another one of those 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 really tough decisions. They're going to have to pick four teams. And who do you put in? But it's all pointing to those guys again. 
Michigan is going to is getting a lot better. Texas has gotten a lot better. Uh, Oklahoma with Jalen Hurts, the transfer from Alabama, is they're just good <laughs> last year. So, and I'll wrap up the college college scene on that one. No. Man, when can we get some new teams, some cool teams in there, man? I mean, Georgia, I guess, technically is kind of a new addition, but Alabama and Clemson, can we just, like, can they just get, like, three losses early and just... If LSU could find an offense, they'd be right there. Yeah, I guess LSU would be a little bit better. I wouldn't mind Florida. I mean, Florida hasn't been there for a while. It's been a while. Oklahoma. I just can't. The uniforms are ugly. <laughs> their colors are lame. They're they're, they're Oklahoma. Cowboy. They, oh no, that's yeah, Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're in Sooners. Oklahoma. I mean, Sooners, sorry. You know, yeah. What the hell is the Sooner anyway? <laughs> Go look it up. <laughs> is it a sex term? <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> what do you do with the Bulls balls? You, you come know? sooner. <laughs> it's the Sooner State. I guess they don't oh, last very long. I just. Ugh. Dude, why would you? I just I can't imagine what to look at Anyway, uh, we're about like ten seconds out, so we want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Hope we gave you an entertaining show, and uh, I don't know if we'll be on next week, but we'll uh, we'll post some updates on yeah. Twitter. Everybody have a great weekend. Offensive. Out.